and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 249. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only. Too Fresh Crash, how are you? I don't like this. What? What's wrong? What would you... So, okay, for the people that need to know, stuff happened. We recorded an intro before, and Fix absolutely disrespected Moody. What? I call him Mr. Moody instead of the glorious one. Whoa, whoa, and whoa, I was whoa, whoa, and I whoa, whoa. On it, and now he decides not to even mention Moody. Pretty disrespectful. I mean, I was going to get to our guest and give him a great intro, but thanks for ruining it. Yeah, sure you were. And, I know you fixed. And the one and only, they call mm-hmm. him the glorious one. Mr. Moody. Hello, everybody. Sorry you can't see me. <laughs> Don't worry, Moody. It's all good. How are you doing, my dude? You alright? I am very good. Long time since you've been on this show. Long, 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 long time. Yeah, like I said in the other intro, which I will reiterate again. You haven't had to go to the bottom of the barrel to get a horse because you've got the glorious crash on. And like I said, like I said previous, he ain't that good. He just shows up every week. Alright, that's all it is. That's all yeah, it is. I feel like I got a lot more praise last time from you, Fix. You're just trying to paint this as like something it isn't, which is such a lie. If you didn't know, My Xbox and Me is our weekly Xbox podcast. You can get it early over on patreon.com slash mcfixer. You can find us on podcast services like iTunes, Spotify, Crash has a Red Bull. We're going for a good show, people. Let's go. Uh, also, go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash me, where you can get the video version and see mine and Crash's lovely face. Unlike Moody's, I'm sorry. You get a picture. There's a tiny photo. All right? Tiny, tiny photo. You see that. Yeah. I'm too glorious to see in person. Of course. Of course. He would... You would distract from the whole podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, don't forget to rate us on iTunes. We're at 57, Crash. And like I said previous... I'm giving away a pair, my pair, of A40s. You can buy yourself new earpiece pads if you really want to. Um, but I'm going to be giving away my A40s if we get 100 iTunes reviews. There mm. you go. 100. 100. We're at 57. That's a lot. But I'm just saying, you don't even need, all you need is an Apple account. You don't even need to have an iPhone. Just log into Apple, go to my Xbox and me, drop a review, five stars, and write a nice comment, and boom, done. It takes literally less than 30 seconds. Get your nan's phone, get your aunt's phone, get your cousin's phone, get whoever you're social distancing with, girlfriend, whoever it is, log into their phone, and just put your name, and done. Done. It takes literally two seconds. The iPad, yeah. your cousin's it's iPad, real quick. your niece's iPad, just do it. Chris, have you done it yet? I'm actually in the process of doing it right oh now. Oh my god. <laughs> you suck. I hate you. Uh, don't forget, we have our Patreon producer. We've not had one of these in a long time. Uh, Patreon producer, Erin Guard. Thank you so much for keeping the lights on, helping the show run. If it wasn't for you, none of this would happen. So thank you for your support over on Patreon. Topic of the show, Crash. We're jumping straight in. Topic yes. of the show, Crash. Topic of I the show. You can keep going, I understand. Topic got it. of the I show. I got it. You can keep going. Okay, we got that. Ubisoft Forward recap, Moody. Did you watch the Ubisoft Forward? Over on twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Hey, it's a good show. It's a good show. Chris, have you watched it? Yes. Did you watch it at twitch.tv slash mcfixer? No. 
Interesting. Uh, well, this one was written up by our very own, my Xbox and me's own, Zyga1337. Uh, it gives us a full rundown. I've literally clipped out just the bits that uh, necessarily matter to Xbox. Uh, it's given us a little bit of a rundown on every game, but I just kind of want to hear people's opinions first of all of, what did you think of the Ubisoft Forward, Moody? What did you think of its overall presentation? What was shown? Uh, not so much what was shown, but what did you think of the show overall? Uh, I thought it was uh, pretty fast-paced. Uh, moved, flowed really well. Um, presentation was very well done. I can't say anything bad about that. Um, predictable games that were shown, I personally thought. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I would give it a solid 7. Okay. Okay. Crash? Yeah, um, I agree. Um, I th- I think uh, I think we saw what we thought we were gonna see. One thing I do want to point out, and I feel like as of right now, it's important to point out they had a really good quality on their stream, like yeah, the cameras and all that stuff. I feel like it's important because everybody's working from home. We saw what Microsoft did; uh, it wasn't great. We've seen what a few others have done; wasn't great. Progressively, it's been getting better and better, but I still feel like we're at a point in time where we still need to like shout out hey, they had really good quality on their uh, live stream because it does detract quite a bit when the quality just isn't there. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with both of you, to be honest with you. It was exactly what I was expecting. Honestly, it was... We knew we were going to see Watch Dogs. We knew we were going to see these other games and we got to see them. We got to see deep dives into them. We got to see gameplay. We got release dates. Like, if Far Cry didn't leak... This would have been a solid, like, people would have liked the show way more. But because Far Cry leaked, it's like, oh, they didn't show nothing new. It's like, well, they did. Far Cry wasn't announced. It got leaked. And then they were forced to be like, hey, this thing's coming out. So be ready. So it sucks. But yeah, I, I... I agree with Moody, especially on the pacing. I felt like it was perfectly paced. It didn't. It didn't take. The, again, I'm, I keep saying it, and I'll keep saying it. It's very respectful of our time, which was something that I don't think most E3 conferences have been with. To be honest with you, I feel like you always get that the sizzle reel of like nobody knows what if it's even in it and stuff. We moved away from that at these at this moment in time, anyway. Where it's like, here's our game. It's it's a trailer. Here's some. Here's a little bit of talking about it. Boom. But yeah, for a for a patent, I agree with you, Moody. It's probably a solid seven just because we knew it was coming. But it did give release dates. And that's something that should be applauded. We don't get release dates yeah. all the goddamn time, which is very, very annoying. So I'm very happy we got that. With the caveat, they also leaked. <laughs> yeah, but again, you can't you can't stop the leaks. You yeah. can't stop the leaks. Uh, leaks are always unfortunate. But... Yeah. Especially for Ubisoft. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we haven't really touched on everything that's going on in UV right now on this podcast. Yeah. We haven't spoken about it at all. The reason I have not spoken about it is because I'm not educated enough on what's gone on. And that's the only reason why I've not added it in the news. It's not that I'm scared to talk on these matters or anything like that. It's just I had been so busy with streaming and doing the show and so on like the My Xbox and Me channel and trying to spend time with my missus that I just... I negativity and negative stuff i'm really trying to stay away from at the moment and not that i'm hiding from it and i will do the research so i can have a a uh full opinion on it but right now i don't have one i did see that they that you put out a post saying um we're not talking about it here this is pre-recorded which i did think was kind of bullshit because they could have just pre-recorded and edited in a message um just saying hey we know what's going on but to a large scale of people who would watch this, they wouldn't even know what they're talking about. So I see it from both sides, honestly. Yeah. Um, my thing's also that 
messaging is really important and we've seen it a lot with twitch especially where they've tried to make these positive messaging oh. but they just missed the mark i forgot all and, about that already yeah I, I and just... ubisoft ubisoft does have another ubisoft forward and i'm like okay i'll give them the time to like sort out what they want to say and all that stuff hopefully by next ubisoft forward they have a message and they have something to talk about and they have points where like this is how we want to improve because they have fired three people yeah. one of them was really really tied into ubisoft who top a lot of people thought couldn't get fired yeah would never be removed so i want to give them some credit for that i do think they need to make a statement on this at some point hopefully next ubisoft forward yeah right yeah i, I totally agree it's um my thoughts will go back to anyone who's been affected by any of this obviously um but again, I don't know the full matters at hand, so I don't want to speak on them. Just my point of view. Uh, moving on. Watch Dogs Legions was the first game showed Crash. Uh, it was a cinematic trailer uh, titled The Tipping Point, which was all written by Zyga, like I said before. Um, what did you think of the show? What did, did you enjoy it? Did you not like it? What, how, where are you at with Watch Dogs? Um, I am... I am optimistic for Watch Dogs. I liked what they showed here. I liked the idea that these people have different origin missions and all this stuff, and they double down on everybody's recruitable, but now they sort of went into more detail on, like, everybody's recruitable, but everybody has different origin missions. They have different perks and abilities to them, right? Certain guys can get into certain areas and not, like, raise awareness, and that's sort of like that Hitman feel if you have, like, the right costume on yeah. and all that stuff. Which I think is cool. I think it adds this sort of fun stealth element to the game, picking the right character for the right mission or recruiting the right person for the right mission. Yeah. I think all of that's really cool. My only bother or like worry with the game, not so much a bother, is like how fast does that get repetitive? How fast does me recruiting somebody who's a construction worker get the same? Is it like every construction worker has the same origin? um or is it sort of like it's randomized and there are random factors to it where it always feels like somewhat unique to it until you get like 30 or 40 hours into the game and at that point it's like you're 30 or 40 hours into the game right yeah you gotta imagine it's gonna be very randomized right like it's not i'd hope so right yeah moody what about yourself what's your history with watchdogs now are you excited with this game or not i have no history with watchdogs okay i haven't played uh i played didn't play one uh the uh, the the controversial backlash towards it just and the bad critics or the mixed critics who made me just go yeah I can skip it yeah number two came out and I know that got a lot more love than number one did and everything but um I I tried it and it was just not clicking for me just didn't work for me yeah. uh, number three I I'm right there with Crest with the part of I think the concept I think is really 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 good of what they are aiming to do but my big fear is what what Crest said was how long will that concept be? How it will that get repetitive really fast? And that's my biggest worry about this game. Um, hopefully, each unique individual is truly unique and individual in their certain aspects of type. And I think the um, uh, the trailer I didn't like it, it hurt my eyes. It was confusing, and I didn't know what the hell was going on. But yeah, the gameplay I did enjoy what I saw. I loved the part with uh, the kind of throwback to John Wick at the end. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I know that scene that's from Watch the Watch Dogs uh, with John Wick to one Jick, John Wick one in the club, and it's the same goddamn music from the club. Yeah, I remember that spot on, and it's really, really good. Uh, but yeah, the concept is worrying for me. It's exciting, but it's also worrying. 
Yeah, I, I, a lot of people know my history of Watch Dogs. Played Watch Dogs one, got scammed out of it from game. They sold my fiance the, the expensive edition. I hate them for it, and now I hate Watch Dogs. Um, <laughs> uh, Watch Dogs two, I boycotted because of because of Watch Dogs one. I'm extremely excited for this. They are nailing the tone of what London is for me. On, I'm, I'm still, I want there to be more, and that's where I'm at. Where like. Are we gonna hear some grime music? Are we gonna are we gonna see like the dirty streets of London? Like, is it gonna be obviously? It seems like we are. We've got the football hooligans. We've got the cab driver. We got. I'm hoping they go far enough. And they've. The problem I have is is Ubisoft diverse enough to actually see the urbanism of um. And I hate using the word urban honestly to describe black people or just people of color. But you understand what I'm trying to say, um of london london is very 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 multicultural so don't get me wrong i'm not like the person that's always like diversity for diversity sake or anything like that but that's the one thing i'm worried about um but with it being you can play anyone that's i hope that means it's all in my hands surely i get to pick i can pick all these characters and there are going to be a vice a vast diverse group out there for me to pick from which i'm with you guys with the repetitiveness though it's going to be down to me to force myself to play it in different ways. Because the mm. game, it feels like the game, from what I've seen, it feels like the game's not going to be like, hey, you need to do it this way. It's very much like Hitman, where it's like, you can tackle this however you want to. We're not going to tell yeah. you how to. You're going to do it how you want to. And you're going to deal with the consequences of how that comes out. So yeah. the, repetitiveness, uh, the repetitiveness comes from us as the player. Like, if yeah. you just keep doing stealth, that's on you because you can go in and do it very fast-paced and actiony, especially with the yeah. characters we've seen, right? Um, I also think that um, it is on you, but it's also characters can die, yeah, right, and characters can go to jail, and so you might need, hey, I need to replace this one archetype. As long as that archetype isn't like an immediate copy, I do think there is enough breathing room that if you are diversifying what you do in the game and who you're trying to get in the game yeah um as far as joining your crew i do think that what appears to be there seems like it'll be um enough differentiating things for you to enjoy the game over a long period of yeah time. you don't you don't want you don't want janet to feel like janet's your mechanic and she plays like a mechanic and then she dies and then you find sarah and she feels like a mechanic but it's the exact same thing it's like well I just built this relationship with janet actually like you can't just replace her that easy. That's what you want to feel like, right? You want to feel yeah, like, yeah. now I've got to build that relationship with this other character. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Release date, October 29th, 2020, which is the big conversation point, really. Um, it releasing on top of Assassin's Creed, which we'll talk about a bit later, and obviously Cyberpunk. Are they yeah. killing Watch Dogs with do it by doing this? Because um, we see EA do it with Titanfall, where they just cannibalize their own game, are Ubisoft doing it now to themselves? Moody? Hmm. Oh, sorry, go on, Grush. This is a hard one, because I don't know internally how they're viewing Watch Dogs, right? And how they're viewing um, Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed, they could see as like an open-world open RPG. Yep. They could view it, internalize Watch Dogs as a stealth, um, a stealth game. A, a it's not a stealth game, type. though. I understand, but I'm just saying, like, what do they internally, like, view it as? Like, to us, to me, it looks like it's cannibalizing itself. But from their perspective, they might be like, 
these are two different games. We have the statistics on who plays these games. That doesn't necessarily overlap. That's got to be bullshit, in my opinion. There's got to be a huge crossover between people that play Watch Dogs and people that play Assassin's Creed. Got to be. I would think so. I would absolutely think so. I'm just trying to play. No, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Like, it just... To me, it makes no sense to release these games yeah. on top of each other. Don't get me wrong, I'll play both of them. But I have a lot more free time and a lot more do this for a job, so I can. But for Tom, Dick, and Harry out there, and Janet and Sarah, like, they can't... I want to add female names into my Tom, Dick, and Harry. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, they can't get through the whole of Assassin's Creed and the whole of Watch Dogs and the whole of Cyberpunk. One of them will have to go. So... yeah. Which one's gonna go? I put out a little post on Twitter, and it's very clear. It's Watch Dogs. People, oh, yeah. people have made it very clear. It's like Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs. I'm like, there okay. is, there is the fact that is gamers that are replying to it, and who knows how the general general population outside of gamers will react to. They're gonna play Assassin's Creed. They're playing Assassin's Creed. Right. They'll play Assassin's Creed, but when they want another game, are they gonna get Cyberpunk or Watch Dogs? And Watch Dogs has the benefit of coming out first yeah. before any of these games. That's true. So I do think there is an avenue for Watch Dogs to survive. I think it's very slim. I think the game has to come out and everybody has to say, this game is amazing. You need to play it. Yeah. We'll, we'll wait and see. Uh, day one for you, Moody? Um, possibly. It all really depends uh, really how I'm feeling at the time and how busy I am with college and everything. Yeah. Um, the game comes out three weeks before the Assassin's Creed and uh, Cyberpunk come out. Yeah. So there, there is that little gap. That it already depends on what gun was really in the middle of that, which we're all probably guessing is probably going to be Call of Duty. Yep. And some other big thing and everything. But uh, it already depends on what goes in the middle of that. There is a chance. There's no doubt about it. I could get capitalized, but at the same time, pressure's completely spot on. They will know certain metrics better than anybody like it's like yeah but you would have thought ea already... would do that as well right and then look what happened to titanfall titanfall was yeah. all sold awfully like no that's fair but i feel like not to say that ubisoft isn't um very business oriented but i think ea was very much so we have to get this out we have to do business look shareholders. at what shareholders want they want this out and i'm not saying ubisoft's not to that degree cool but says. as far as we know from the outside ubisoft isn't doesn't operate necessarily as much in that everybody regard. is a slave to the shareholders absolutely absolutely yeah there's but, no there's no there's no two ways about it everybody is a slave no, to for the sure shareholders. all right it's all, it. um, it's all dependent on the part of like obviously what happened in a, what's happening in europe like uh city project rent has become the biggest european company over here bigger than ubisoft now yep. it's all dependent if ubisoft want to try and fight that back and drag it back or if they really don't really care about that it all depends. i just think they want their game to sell if i'm honest yeah maybe i'm wrong maybe maybe it was a case of like oh we can't hold this off anymore it has to release in this window what's the best time for us to put it out before our open world game and before cyberpunk comes yeah out? yeah definitely it had to release this year clearly because this would have been yeah. a perfect january game this would have yeah, cleaned absolutely. up in January with new absolutely. consoles and stuff. Oh my God. But apparently not. Next up, Hyperscape. Uh, Hyperscape is coming out of uh, early access and going into, sorry, not early access. I apologize. Uh, going, coming out of closed beta and going into open beta um, on PC. We'd have no release yet on console yet, which was a shame because I really thought we was going to get a uh, console release date. But 
it's interesting. Chris, you're the only one here, I believe, that's played it. Um, yeah. What do you think of the um, game? Because now you've got a place to talk about. Yeah, I enjoy the game. I think it is fun. Um, I don't see this game having legs. Yeah. And it's not based off fun fact. Uh, I talked about this with you on, I think, your stream. Yeah. Um, I think the game has a very high skill ceiling, and it is hard to get those games to last a long time. It's one of Gears of War's biggest problems, right? Yep. That multiplayer is so hard to keep living because how hard it is to get into it and feel yep. like you have any it's not fun. control in that multiplayer. I agree. I agree. Yeah. If you're bad at Gears of War, Gears of War's not fun. Yeah. And I think I, I think that Hyperscape is that. Except they might be the whole Twitch aspect might be what they're really banking on is that streamers will play it and it'll give the audience time to like sort of adjust to it and learn it. But that's a big ask, I think. Yeah, it, it just come out of nowhere, didn't it? Obviously, it leaked really early, and then it went into its closed beta, and now we're just I'm just like, uh, yeah, whatever. Well, I really don't care about it, honestly. Like, I was going to try it if it comes to console, but now it's not coming to console yet. I'm like, okay, I'm yeah. I'm fine. I'm I fine. I think I think probably at Ubisoft's next Ubisoft forward, we see Hyperscape for consoles, and they have like a firm release date. I think at that point. Interesting. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Moody, anything on Hyperscape? You excited for it? You're not feeling it? What are you thinking? Uh, Battle Royales are a big hit and miss for me. Like, you know that yourself, Pixel, for me. Like, I've tried pretty much all of them. It took me a while to get into Apex. Yeah. Where, I'm, where I do enjoy now. But, um, yeah, uh, for me, I'm going to seem to say the same thing I thought when Apex came out. I was thinking, oh, great, another Battle Royale game. Yeah. Will it do well? Is, it, is the market a little too oversaturated? Apex got lucky. Not look, it's unfair because it is a very good battle royale game. I yeah. do enjoy it, but is this one maybe coming out a little too late now? Yeah. I, I don't know. If it's a, I think. Go on. I think it's also important to note that the metrics of success are different for different companies. True. And we don't know what Ubisoft's expecting to get out of this. Um, maybe they're expecting it to be a slow rise, especially with like the Twitch partnership where. Twitch probably understands this better than most people, is that games aren't at the top right away. But then again, Twitch is also not on point with a lot of their no. decision-making. So it really is just iffy overall, I think. I would love to see it do well. I don't think it does. I don't think this is going to be a Rainbow Six situation where they turn it around. It just it looks too confusing. I was listening to Andy Cortez talk about it um on the kind of fight games cast and he was like oh yeah you upgrade your guns and you do this it's an arena shooter plus battle royale and this and i'm like uh yeah i don't want that i think in a lot of aspects it does stuff better than other games because like you don't nobody starts off by getting a gold gun everybody starts off with the same gun and if you find the same gun you keep upgrading yeah it, which incentivizes your team to pick different guns and different abilities and all of that is really cool in theory the problem is it's very confusing for a player to get and understand and then also understand every ability and every gun there's just so much knowledge to know on top of just pure skill you need to play the game yeah i get it. next up assassin's creed valhalla a game that i'm sure a lot of us are excited for um it is out we have a release date obviously which is november 17th uh we saw a lot about this game actually it was a they did a deep dive in it afterwards the 10 minute segment afterwards um that went into even more mechanics i actually didn't get to see that so i only got to saw what they showed first of all where are we at room temperature wise on valhalla because obviously 
I love personally. Origins, I enjoyed a lot, but it wasn't as good as Odyssey. Oh, sorry, other way around. Origins, I loved. Odyssey, I enjoyed a lot, but not as much as Origins. Um, Valhalla, where are, you, where are you at, Moody? Where are you at with your excitement levels for this one? Uh, really, really looking forward to it. Um, I'll say this right now. This is the one I'm getting over Cyberpunk. Damn. I'm doing this Damn. one because, because I'm a, more of a fan of the Assassin's Creed. I'm already in that genre. I'm already, yeah. And I'm excited for uh, the Viking uh, the Viking style and everything like that. The gameplay mechanics look like really cool. Cool. Like you basically can choose the style of fighting you want. You can do with two shields, two hammers, shield and hammer, anything like that. I thought that looked uh, awesome. I really am excited for that. And uh, I think we saw a man with lightning. So it kind of confirms Thor's in it. So that means I'm getting Mjolnir sometime in this game. And I'm going to become the goddess of thunder, just so you know. Of course. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's a weird one, right? Where it's it's clearly... We've got the war coming out as well. I'm like, oh, this this looks really good. I really like what the raiding, so you're going to raid houses, building up your settlements. It's like, oh, you've really taken it in a total different direction than it needed. Assassin's Creed didn't need to go in this direction in any way, shape, or form. I it's I like it. I just don't know. Yeah, it's kind of a throwback to older like Assassin's Creed. I think it was Brotherhood where you start building up the Brotherhood. It felt very. It looks very reminiscent of that. Not. I think this will be a lot more intricate and a lot more in depth. But it gave me that sort of vibe with it. Um, I just, I, I don't know the the combat. I'm gonna get war. <laughs> Keep talking. <Okay. laughs> I was confused. I couldn't read that. Yeah, uh, a lot of blur out there. Uh, the combat looks, it looks the same. They said it was like they overhauled it. It looks very similar. It looks like their big change is the different yeah. weapons, right? Is like, yeah. oh, you can mismatch weapons. You can combine them anyway. And they were talking about it like oh, you can upgrade weapons now. It's not necessarily what you find, but it's how much of a commitment you have to weapons, which I think is a really cool change. I think that also means that they're sort of stepping away from this sort of level-based progression of the story to more of this commitment-based progression, right? It's how much time you invest is how much... Not how much time you invest, but how much you're willing to invest in a thing. So if you don't want to go around and do use all these different weapons and upgrade all these different weapons. You can upgrade one thing, focus on one tree, and sort of just go through the story is sort of my perception of how it's aiming to be. I don't know if you disagree with that, Moody. No, I think it's spot on because basically in Odyssey, I basically, I found the weapon I wanted, I found the bow I wanted, or spear, found the clothes, and that's the thing I upgraded. I just basically sold the rest or got points so I can upgrade them and I think that's all I did for it, so they, um, that for me is pretty much spot on for what you're saying there. I think, uh, they're doing a the combat yeah all looks very same so there's no doubt about like what they're doing but like I say the the mechanics of like what you're going to do with weapons and tailor to your type of style i think that's pretty pretty darn cool yeah um, i agree with I, everything you said i will say um they did not show any stealth kills which is super worrying for me but they did show the uh what's it called when the you put social the... stealth no yeah, yeah yeah exactly so i like that was all really cool but like they saw there was a prompt for a stealth kill, but is that just sort of like oh is that is that universal? Can I do the stealth kills everywhere? How does that work? I, I trust seeing this. I I'm pretty sure that it's going to be like stealth will work how it used to work, but I don't know. And it being Ubisoft, who knows what you get? They might be like, 
oh yeah, there's this mechanic where you press the stealth button and then you have to time it right, and there's some QTEs, you know. I don't uh, think okay. so. I generally think they've they've heard from the hardcore fans like this. Well, don't know about hardcore, but fans like yourself. Um, the I don't think you're a hardcore fan of Assassin's Creed. Dude, I used to love Assassin's Creed. Okay, I'll take back my... I'm sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. Favorite franchise for a very long time. I got a juice box. Um, I see that. <laughs> um, I feel like they did a good job of showing new plus old in that regard, where it's like, hey, people that want the stealth and want the social stealth, like you said, and stuff like that, it's there. But if you don't want that, then it's not a problem. Like, you haven't got to stick around. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Seems I seems I seems good to me. I'm looking forward to it. Like I say, the settlement stuff's the thing I really care about because that's sort of the thing, and the um the health stuff that your health doesn't just replenish. Like you have to go off and fish and go off and go get the berries and stuff like that. Like all that that's stuff. That's also I love. that's also kind of a throwback to the older Assassin's Creed as well, where you had to use the potions and you'd have to buy those. Um, except now you're hunting and all that stuff, which they are putting a lot of uh, time into, like resource management and gathering in general, right? Yeah, which I think is interesting. Yeah, it's, they haven't shown me anything and I've gone, oh, I don't like that yet. Mm. And did you see the article that came out the other day about, like, oh, there's no side quest, which is actually bullshit. But I feel like they, they've definitely going to have mainlined it a little bit easier. I think, I think yeah. people's biggest um, critique of Odyssey was it's just too big. It's just too yeah. big. It does that, that Witcher thing, but not as good as Witcher, in yeah. my opinion, where it's like, you can go anywhere. But you can't go anywhere. In Witcher, you can go anywhere. Yeah. But in Witcher, you yeah you can go anywhere, and Witcher doesn't lock you out. Witcher doesn't really lock you out from the main story, whereas um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey and Origins, to extent, does lock you out of main story. Can I? I'll admit though, when I was watching this, I was like, I kind of wish this was multiplayer. As I was watching it, I was like, with the raiding and stuff like that, I was like, this could have been cool as a multiplayer I, game. It would have been cool as a multiplayer game if we share a settlement. Uh, no, exactly. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't want to go in and it's like my own settlement and whatnot. They tried that. I, I have to close my window they? real quick. Yeah, and it didn't work. Yeah, you're all good, guy. Yeah, so yeah. They, they got a backlash for that and it was a mixture for that. That's why I don't think they really want to touch that. <laughs> yeah, no, which makes, to which makes total sense to stay away from multiplayer. I don't think. I don't think it needs it. I just thought it was kind of interesting with um, with Assassin's Creed uh, Unity. It was so broken, right? And then after Planet Origins, it's just I don't know. I just think it would be cool if we could get like a, a big open world like this, and it's co-op. I feel like that would be dope. But has any game actually done it right yet? No. I don't think so. I don't think Not any game has. Head, yeah, Not off the top of my head, I don't think so. Um... If someone, if there's someone knows, let us know and uh, in your Discord. Exactly. Let me know, please do. All right, moving on, uh, Moody, because Chris is, I think Chris's PC's probably died. He turned off his camera like a silly goose, which means his PC's definitely crashed, which means he's going to lag out very soon, which is a pain in the butt for both of us. But that is life at the end of the day. Far Cry 6, Moody. Excited? Uh, I'll say this the trailer was hype. Do you think so? Uh, yeah, the trailer was hype. And I'll say this. I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the quote from our, a very good friend of ours, Kate, uh, Amy Kate Alexander. Um, this was a Netflix show. I would be like, give me 10 episodes of this. This looks awesome. And everything. And 
Um, yeah, I re- it was hype. It was uh, very suspenseful and like, oh crap, what the hell is he doing with his son or whatever? Yeah, it's really. They, but but they always do that. They always um, really make the villain look awesome in these trailers. They do a really good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. Is he gonna be there long enough? Is the problem? That's the hell no. <laughs> I'll say that now. This is the Far Cry game. He will not be there much. He'll be there. He's probably filmed. 20 minutes of scenes and <laughs> dialogue, and that's probably it. Um, and this is their big thing, though. They're, they're to get one of the best actors out there who is really highly loved and praised for, especially what he did in Breaking Bad. Yeah. And he's getting a can lot you, of love right now. Go on. Go, can you break it down for me? Because I don't know who he is. I didn't watch Breaking Bad, and what's the other show he's in? He was the. He's in the he's in the final two episodes of The Mandalorian. Yeah, I didn't watch that either. <laughs> well. um, I don't know much about his character in Breaking Bad because I just didn't collect connect with that show yeah. because of me. But I know the, uh, the I know basically know about him his character. He's a he's a drug lord. He basically has a front of a little stu- he, a diner, and that's his little area where he, he just has a normal it. life and people come in and everything like that. And and then but behind the scenes he's crazy as hell and he will do anything for his money and I think in his for his drugs. And I won't lie, he goes out in like a boss in the brain though. I'll say that. Okay. He goes out like a boss. Okay. I mean I'm feeling a little bit fatigued on Far Cry, if I'm honest yes. with you. New Dawn it just didn't do it for me. Like at all. And I get that was a side shoot game and I have enjoyed all of the numbered games. But I don't know. They need to do something different with it. If it's literally going to be outpost, outpost, outpost story, do this wacky thing with uh, what's his name? What's the character's name they put in? Ook, Dunk, Hunk. Do you know what I'm talking about, you guys? Either of you? No. What's the guy? There's one character they put in like all the Far Cry games, um, and they've got the companion apps again, and I don't really like them anyway because they're always play dying. It's like, yeah. do I need this? Like, do I actually need a Far Cry Six right now? No, I like the setting. I like the setting. I do like the setting. I like what we've seen. I really like that trailer. I agree with you, Moosey, on the trailer being... It, it very much set the tone for the character, right? Which is, here's a grenade yeah. to my son. Here you go. You could kill us both right now. I don't care. Like, <laughs> deal with it. Here we go. But I, I don't know if I need... An, I don't, I'm going to probably play it because it's my job too. But I don't know. I, I don't know. We'll see. That's the thing about it. The Far Cry's of... We've played them over and over. Like when I played um, Far Cry Three, that was awesome. I was that's the pinnacle. That's the pinnacle. That's the pinnacle. Yeah. yeah. And Far Cry Four, great game, but it's the same. There's three. Far Cry Five, I I didn't really enjoy it. I didn't click with it personally, just because I think I'm fatigued with what they've been doing. It's the same body loop, and the, instead of making the mo- the map. Either the same size as what was in three, they're not. They're making them bigger and bigger and bigger. And I can only imagine how big this map is actually going to be when they actually reveal what that is. Um, I really that, hate and that's it. a big yeah. worry already. And yeah, it's. I will probably play it just because I'm. I'll be intrigued. I'll always give something a try and everything. But this, like, yeah, it's a Far Cry game. Yay! Great trailer. Villain looks scary as hell. <laughs> yeah. Always only the same for ten minutes, but. <laughs> No, exactly. Crash, where about you at with Far Cry? Um, I haven't like I haven't been a super big fan of the last few Far Cries since Far Cry Three. Yeah. Um, 
I also have an issue where with Far Cry's multiplayer or co-op, where Far Cry makes you uh, progress through a certain part of the story before you can continue it in co-op, mm-hmm. and I don't think that makes for a fun co-op experience. Granted, I don't think Far Cry is meant to be necessarily a co-op experience. I think that's like a yeah, feature. It is. Um, but I I don't know. I'm kind of excited for it. Um, I I really like the trailer they showed. Uh, I don't know. We'll wait and see before we see gameplay. I think Far Cry would benefit so much from getting the Assassin's Creed treatment right now, where it's not a yearly Far Cry game, even if it is like an offshoot Far Cry game, Far Cry Primal. I still do think that that takes. I don't know. I, I feel like just seeing it less often might just sort of be more appealing to people as well. Well, I feel like they got the perfect formula there, right? Which is like Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, um, Watch Dogs. Far Cry, Assassin's Creed, Watch Dogs. Far Cry, three year cycle them. So we see yeah. them every three years. Boom. Like, it just to me, it just seems, but you don't make as much money that way, obviously. Um, yeah. And that's why we're getting all these games on top of each other. <laughs> we're getting the bloody Far Cry, Watch Dogs, and Assassin's Creed. Uh, to give the release date, though, it is February 18th, 2021. Um, we'll see what next gen brings us then, won't we? In this, in Far Cry world. I just feel like it's going to be more of the same, though. Yeah. Yeah. I think it will be, yeah. That sucks. Well, let's jump into what's been in our box. Crush, what have you been playing? Uh, I've, I've played some Call of Duty Warzone with you, Fix. <laughs> I got you a win, didn't I, mate? You, I wouldn't say that. Crush, I've been on my game lately, bro. Getting somebody a win implies that they did nothing. No, that, you always do this. This is what jars me. This is what jars me, yeah? So, okay. Okay, this, 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 get into it, yeah? Yeah. So, Whenever I say I carry in games, you don't carry, you don't carry, you don't carry. Did you carry me in that game? Fam, I carried the team. I'm the carrier. It's what I do. I call. I do yeah. all the call outs. I do. Okay. And I say to you, where should we go? No, you have to wait. go. You have to pick. You have to pick. Wait, wait, you have to pick. Okay. Where should we go? So what are we doing next? I'm the carrier. Carry through, I'm the captain. I'm the carry. Yes, of course you can. Chris, oh, yeah. I, you say that, yeah? You, you say that. Yeah. I got Erringard and Full Metal a win. Within our squad, by literally telling them everything. So push up to this wall, shoot that guy there, go in the fo- garage, look left. Literally had to call it yeah. out bit by I bit didn't know for you were them. Playing an RTS game. Li- that's how it felt, honestly. That's how it felt. But yeah, I got you a win, didn't I, Crash? No. We got a I'll win, Crash. Worked on a win. Yeah, we did get a win fix. I was really proud of you. <laughs> you held your weight. I held my weight with the most kills, thirteen. Yeah. Okay, and? You, you just won't ever give me credit when I get good at something. It's upsetting. Fix, you are amazing at, at Warzone right now. I will admit that every day. You did not get me a win. We as a team and as a collective got, got the win. Okay. I'll agree, you shot called. I got us a win. Yeah, I disagree with that. And maybe, maybe it's my pride. Maybe it's my <laughs> maybe. <ego. laughs> There's no maybe about it. It is. Maybe it's one of those things, but but you we know. got to win. Okay, we got to win. What else? I got us what else you been playing? Uh, I played a game we will talk about later. What? Curse Moon? Blood Moon? No, no, no. Oh, Crosscode. Uh, Crosscode. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, we played total reliable delivery service. We did. We, we played total yeah. reliable delivery service on uh, our live stream because uh, moving yeah. our 
is not multiplayer. Nope. <laughs> we set it up. We had everything ready. What did you think of it? Oh, sorry. I caught you. I caught you mid mouthful. That's my bad. That's on okay. me. Bad host. Bad host. My uh, bad. <laughs> it was uh, a fun little game. You know, um, it was fine for a Game Pass game. I don't think I'd ever buy that game. No, I don't think I need to play that game again. Yeah, I agree. I was. It was fun for the two hours or the hour and a half we played it, and I was like, yeah. eh, I've had my fill of this. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I agree. Moody, what about you? What have you been playing? We'll come back to you, Crash. It's Legends and the thing you got me on for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Formula One is later on in the show, people. All right. What else have you been playing? Apex. Yeah. How is it? Yeah. Enjoyable. Have a, uh, constantly keep having fun and everything. Uh, can't ask for much more than that. I really liked with the tweaks they've done to certain characters like um, Lifeline and... Um, uh, oh, bollocks. What's his name? The clone guy. I've forgotten his name. Ah, terrible. I can't think. Yeah, the clone terrible, guy is fine. Terrible. Yeah, the clone guy. The clone guy. Guy who's voiced, I believe, by Troy Baker. Uh, I think. Oh, <laughs> but, uh... Mirage. 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 That's it. Yeah, Mirage. Mirage. Yeah. yeah. I really like what they've done with them. They tweaked them a little bit, where Lifeline mm. can pick somebody up with her Lifeline ability now, with if they're knocked down. That's good. And and the Mirage can go and pick someone all up and make them both go invisible. Which I That's really good. Like. Those changes are actually like really, really good. They make those characters more playable and more worth yeah. playing as well. The Mirage is a complete rework. Like Mirage is actually a good character now. Gryal. Um, and then Lifeline is just life. I've actually, whenever I play, I usually play Lifeline now. Should That's my character. Play. That's what I mean. No, you play whoever you play. I play Cod. You're right. You're right. You play Cod. <laughs> <laughs> I um, Cod. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, ah, right, you got anything else you've been playing, Crash? No. I finished Minecraft Dungeons. Wow. Interesting. I'll finish it with you as well. Calm down. I know. I knew he was going to say this. I think he was going to say this. Did you finish it with Fix? No, I didn't. Who would you finish it with Fix? I finished it with Phil. Me and Phil played it. (laughs) You want me to leave? So... No, if anyone's leaving, I'm leaving. Good. No, so so I tell you what happened. I was I was I was in I was just finished I just finished my stream and mm. I was in I was checking out Nerf Alice's stream, twitch.tv slash nerf Alice. Check her out, she's a fantastic artist. And she uh, Phil was in there, I was like, Phil, what are you up to? And he was like, nothing. I just finished work. I was like, cool. So do you wanna play some Minecraft Dungeons? He was like I said, Have you got Minecraft Dungeons to install? He's like, Yes. I said, do you want to play? He's like, yes. So we literally put it on the, put it on the easier difficulty and just went through it. I just went to roll credits on it because I, I've got to that point where I like I needed to tick off another game on my list. I had literally the final mission to do. The DLC is out. The DLC is only £5. I didn't realise how cheap it was. Like, it's really mm. cheap. And I'll be honest, I pl- after playing it again, I was like, I might go back and play the DLC and get the Fatters and G on this game. It's so good. It's really fun. Like, really fun. Um, I wouldn't know. You played it. No, I wouldn't know. Are you on the final I boss as well? Like, I was on the same mission as you fixed. We went through all this. We can do. Not we can DM, literally. We could literally do it after this. Nothing. It takes like twenty minutes. It's okay. Chris, you I'm weren't forgiven. even. You'll be in bed probably when I was doing this. You're forgiven. Thank you. For, thank you for forgiving me. Um, Woody, I don't forgive him. <laughs> uh, been playing COD as well. I dropped my first twenty bomb win the other day. Yeah. Carry the team. How'd that feel? Oh, mate. Honestly. You did carry that team. You did a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, that team you did carry. <laughs> how did it feel? It felt weird because I wasn't shouting. 
I was asked not to shout by Aaron God, my Patreon producer. He was like, can you just stop shouting, Vix? And I was like, you know what? All right, fine. So I was taking the mic the whole time. But as I was doing it, I was just, I didn't realize how many kills I had, but I was just killing people. Just like, come on guys over here. Like taking the proper mic. And then we got to the end game and I was like, oh crap, I killed 20 people. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we got that so win. Sometimes you need to calm down. Is that what you've realized? Fix? Hell no. Hell no. That was just a one-off game. I'm back to shine. I'm back to shine at people again now. Got it. Come on. Um, but yeah, that obviously bunch of cod, and I've just started playing again Final Fantasy VII. So I know we said we obviously Final Fantasy VII is on PS4, but we said we would talk about it on the podcast when we're playing it. Uh, Crash obviously finished it. It might be my game of the year so far. If if um, if it carries on at the pace it's at, I'm ten hours in. I've just got to Eris. Eris, that name? Eris, yeah. Yeah. I've just got to her um, at the flower bed part, which obviously I remember from the OG game. And I'm like, yeah, this game, this game's probably going to be my game of the year. Honestly. Yeah. I've, I've beat, I bade and beat Last of Us. And I still feel like this game's probably going to be my game of the year. <laughs> so yeah. we'll, um... we'll see where it, how it ends out and how it all ends up playing. It's definitely a better experience playing it with my chat. Because they're helping me in the... There's little elements to the game. Because it's an RPG, and RPGs are not my yeah. go-to genre, right? But there's little... Like, um, they tell me to put lightning on uh, Barra and put on the elemental thing. So we're doing a certain segment, and it's doing more damage. So they're giving me little tips to help me get through it a little bit quicker. But it's making yeah. the experience that much more enjoyable for me. Which right. I really like. Like, So I'm having a right. lot of fun with it. Just on... Un- um. Go on, go on, go on, Moody. I just said that's good. Oh, sorry. Go on, Crash. Uh, how far into the game are you? Ten hours. Ten hours? Yeah. Uh, what chapter? That heiress bit, the, the flower bit, which I think is chapter eight. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think you're coming closer to... There's a section of the game where I think it is the best section. And okay. I think you're getting pretty close to that. Uh, I just want to give you a word of advice. You can 100% skip side missions. If you don't want to do side missions, you don't get penalized for I like side missions though. I did I did do the side missions I'm... in the first time. And um but doing the bit where with the kid we have to do his um well see he's always after you to do the battle stuff. So I'm doing that yeah. as I can, as I go. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm not gonna skip side stuff. I wanna get the full experience and play. I it just all. wanted to give it to you because I know some people complained like the side missions was where they felt like the pacing sort of fell off. Oh, okay. So if you wanted to, it the side missions are completely avoidable and you can just keep going forward. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm just in. Honestly, just get me back to Jesse. Honestly, that's all I care about. Dude, facts. That's all I care about. Remember, I didn't play the OG. Anyone listening to this, please don't spoil it for me. I didn't play the OG. I don't know the big twists that are coming, and I know there are some. So don't spoil it, please. Please. But yeah, that's that's what I've been playing this week. Okay. Should we move into fix a sack? Moody, you ready to get sure. in my sack? I thought I already was. Oh, let's go. Uh, remember, you can email in my Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com or you can ask us a question via my Discord or on Twitter. We always put out a uh, little Twitter message the day before every Monday, so be sure to respond to that. Or you can just tweet us at my Xbox and me um, at any time that you want. I think I might start putting out two tweets a week. That's a good idea. One earlier in the week and then one later in the week. Good idea. Yeah. Maybe Zyga can do it. 
Zyga's I just like I just like to oh, Zyga's the only one out here like literally Zyga's the only Zyga's one doing any work. work Jesus like anybody who wants to be a writer we're still looking for more writers we are looking for another co-host for this show um, just so I can have a day off be nice mm. and Crash can do it with somebody else how are you mm. feeling about that mm. Crash? Mm. <laughs> what? Um, oh he's definitely not about it but who cares uh first question this week is over my years of playing multiplayer games i've experienced a lot of toxicity and there is a real issue with new players being treated badly by good established players what strategies do you think xbox slash companies could develop to help combat toxic toxic gamers as as it's such a problem from out the slayer i want to point out one thing he says good established players i want to adjust that to people who think they're good because most of the time a lot of people who complain and are toxic actually aren't as good as they think they just get mad that you don't do what they wanted you to do <coughs> merc <coughs> carry on i'm done with him i just want to put it out there on the podcast me and work merc have cut ties after him blank all duty with me the other day Done. 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 Oh my god. He he had a go at me the other day and tell me if if you think I'm right or wrong, because I will apologize to him if I'm wrong. And Merc is still my friend, by the way. I just can't play games with him. I love him, but I just can't play games with him. We're playing Call of Duty the other day. He didn't have Ghost on, right? But yeah. he talks as if he knows what he's doing. He said to me before he started, he was like, I've been playing a load. I'm like, alright, cool. Yeah. We're playing, he hasn't got the right loadouts and stuff like that. He doesn't know what the best gun is. Cool. I haven't got a problem with you not knowing, but don't claim to know when you're playing mm. with me. Mm. Then he goes, I've been playing a load. I was like, alright, cool. And I thought, I'm going to see if he has been playing a load. He had eight hours total playtime. Mm. Nah. Playing a load is relevant to the person, right? Of the way their life is. Yeah. I understand that. But when you say you've been playing a load to someone who's got eight days game time compared to someone who's got eight hours, am I right for getting a little bit triggered there? Or not? Mm-mm-mm. Moody? Oh, I'd love your opinion on this. That's a bit questionable because like I said, you, 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 you mute, you, for me, you kind of mute your argument a bit because of what you said at the beginning with different lifestyles, different what what he's doing in his life and everything. Uh-huh. If, uh, um, just like say you are in a privileged position, like you say multiple times, you just do this as your job and uh-huh. everything. You play this constantly all the time. Yeah. Uh, for for a load of hours for him, eight hours is probably for him a load of hours, honestly. Yeah. Um, I, uh, then I will take I this time and take this platform to say I apologize, Mark. Mark goes to nursing school. But do you know what I think it is? And it's to the conversation of what you just said, right? I agree with you. Don't come in thinking you're the best. Don't come in talking like you know what you're doing. Don't come in and try and order me about on my stream then. And then say to me, I've been playing a load. And then when I check your game clock, you're at eight hours. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't have it both ways, right? You didn't say that yeah. part all there. You didn't tell yeah, us about it was coming like in. Right. We, yeah. all, <laughs> we, all, we all know who Merc is. Do not try and act like we don't. <laughs> But, you know, maybe he's changed. Maybe he's had a change of hearts. Definitely not. But you understand what I'm saying, right? And yeah. I, the reason I want to talk about what this, this topic, which I think is a great topic, is because, he, Slayer, you play a lot of Rainbow. And we have all played Rainbow Six in this conversation and all been treated like shit by Rainbow Six players um, <laughs> in this. I've also been part of the problem when it comes to Rainbow Six toxicity as well. Yeah. Not, like, badly, 
but no, fixed is pretty toxic i agree whatever um <laughs> not like a bad way but i definitely want to win when i'm playing rainbow yeah. is there a line between wanting to win and just being a toxic person i think yeah i think it's like it's it's this is a really deep conversation because you as the player also have the option to mute everybody but then you can argue that like it just ruins competitive integrity and i shouldn't have to mute people yeah 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 definitely they shouldn't behave the way they do um it's yeah it's it's a really confusing one yeah a lot of people go overboard um i was playing so i've been playing smite again as a podcast and for the most part i've been playing with friends so it's been a fine experience the other day i decided hey it was actually this morning before we recorded all this i was like hey i got some time to kill let me load up smite on my pc i'll get into a game first of all mistake i played on pc people can type in pc people are very (laughs) they're very mean yeah um i get into a match i haven't like i play conquest i haven't really been playing a lot of conquest i've been mostly playing joust which is the 3v3 mode and i'm like I want to get my feet wet a little bit. This is a normal match, mind you. And somebody just starts going off on me. And I'm just like, this is why I, in general, don't enjoy playing competitive games super a lot right now. Is so, am... okay. How would you have liked... Who makes Smite? High-res. No, high-res. How would you have liked high-res to have dealt with that player? That's what the question is. So how would you have yeah. liked them to have dealt with it? You report it to them. How should they deal with it? Um, if there's enough reports to ban them. Or give them a mute. Give the it has to be like varying degrees, right? First it is a mute in chat. Well, you can't talk to people or anything, right? Yeah. And then it is, hey, you have a three day suspension, hey, you have this. I think there has to be a permanent ban at some point. Got ya. I think if you let keep giving people like hey, here's a weak ban, here's a weak ban, and you're like, Hey, you can have multiple accounts and you can use different accounts and we won't ban your IP. I don't think that enforces people behaving well in your game. Mm-hmm. I think you Especially for free-to-play games, which Smite is a free-to-play yeah. game, you are enforcing people like, hey, go make a smurf and you will be fine. And I understand an IP ban is a very drastic measure. Like, that is a very, very drastic measure, and most games don't even do them. Yeah. But I do think at some point you have to take a stand against toxicity in some way, which Hi-Res has been doing a better job at it. I know they banned a whole bunch of people, and they were like, yeah, we banned a whole bunch of people, but we had to go looking for a lot of those people because you guys just don't report people. Yeah. Oh, that's what I've changed. People. I've changed my whole my yeah. whole Twitch chat now, um, which most people know. Like, someone comes in and calls me a monkey or something anymore. I literally highlight their name, report it. I ask everyone in my chat to report it. I'm like, I'm done with it now. You're not. I'm not yeah. gonna just keep taking this abuse from yeah. you, racial, sexist, whatever it may be. Report it. Like, we yeah. have to use the tools that are in place to 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 help. And it's like, oh, but that takes so much time. It's like, come on. If you want change, you, you have want to put it, to it be in. Less toxic. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> it takes that much time at all. I'm no, exactly. It takes two minutes. Yeah. Max. In some games, it's longer. In some games, you know, yeah. it varies. But I absolutely agree. But the, again, a problem with Twitch is that they can make a hundred different free accounts. Although, um, I do know they on fix Twitch, it now, right? I, yeah, where it's it sh- it bans every it shadow bans the IP. Yeah. Yeah, which I think is a brilliant idea, yeah. and I do think that uh more games should some games should even let you just avoid people i know some games do that but it's usually a temporary avoidance where it's like you avoid them for a week or whatever you can have a limit on how many people you can avoid um and i do understand that goes into matchmaking and that might confuse the system and I all that so the pro the problem i have with not not i agree with everything we've said up to this point right but i definitely i've definitely been called toxic um mm. 
lately and like i'm not a toxic person at all it's just i am trying to get to a comp like not a not competitive but like i want to be good like i've not i've yeah. never been good at a game like never and warzone i'm not good yet but i'm getting better like i am getting way better i'm pushing I'd, fights and go on i'd argue you're good at warzone at this point not yet. I'm not. I'm I, not yet. Not I, yet. I'm not I don't there think yet. You're thinking of the level. I think the level you're thinking of as being good is streamer good. But you have to think you are a normal player good at Warzone. <laughs> okay, fine. Because you're thinking of like, oh man, can I do what uh, Courage does or yeah. whoever it is? Yeah, of course. Insert streamer. Yeah, yeah. Like I just, I want to just get better. But I think yeah. getting angry and getting upset about those things can come across as toxic when they're not always being toxic. It's just letting out a bit of like, oh, yeah, like, I don't know. Like, where does the line? That's what I'm asking for myself more. Like, where does the line come? Where where have I become a toxic person between wanting to be good and competitive at something? Was Michael Jordan a toxic person? He challenges. He challenged all of his teammates every single day Mm -hmm. and got them to become champions. Again, I'm not Michael Jordan, but but there's also a very big difference between Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was on an official NBA team. You aren't on an official Rainbow team. But you aren't but, on an official so Call of Duty team. Do not think that at some. I'm not trying to get professional or anything, by the way. Yeah. But do not think at some point when he was a kid he was trying to get to that level, and that's where he learned but the competitive you know nature. Did? You know what he did at that point? He tried playing with like-minded people, and I think that's not hey playing with followers and subs and all that stuff. I don't think that's where that falls in. But, okay, I agree with you. I don't disagree with you. But my, to be fair, it's not really my followers or people that play with me have not actually complained. It's more mm. people outside of the... If you don't know me and you just take what mm. you see at face value, you automatically assume, man, he's commanding a lot. He's shouting a lot. Like, it's not that. It's just like, come on, guys, let's go. But, go on. Go on, I'm open. complaining because they're playing with you or are they not complaining because they generally don't think you're doing anything? I don't know. Because I think That's we've both the had experiences with yeah. people where it's like, we don't complain because we are playing with them. Where it's, we do have problems with what they do sometimes in some cases, right? True. That's very true. So, so <laughs> I just think it's case by case, right? Yeah. Moody, you've played with me. Be honest. <laughs> Be honest. This is where you unload on a Moody. <laughs> No, I'm. Uh, this is the thing about we are both, both me and Fixer, both were fundamentally different people in when it comes to levels of competitiveness. Mm. He's a very Fixer is a very competitive player. He has a different, uh, uh, different, level d- different upbringing. <laughs> yeah, different I, I see where he comes from when he says, "I'm there to win" and everything like that. For me, I'm there to enjoy myself and have fun. Yeah, and everything. If per- if if you've got people in your stream who want to join you and play, and they do, I'm literally just there just to enjoy themselves and have fun and enjoy the experience. That's down to them to understand that you are comp- you want to get good at this. You are trying to win this. Well, I'm not here. Me, you having fun is going out and getting the kills, going out trying to get the wins, and that's what it is for. It. Yeah. You've got like kind of people like what Chris says coming in, and they they're there with you. They are listening to you, but like they they know you're not doing what you're saying in a bad way. Or yeah, like yeah. Let's get moving. Let's go and get the go and get the the kills and everything like that. Gets get to get in the circle, strategize and everything. Um, and that's basically the balance. Basically, if a person comes in, and they want to play with you. They have to, they have to know on two choices, but what two stances are? Are you going in just to enjoy yourself and have a casual fun time with you, or they want, to, or they going in to get competitive wins? If you're going into competitive wins, 
they'll understand where you're coming from. A casual will not. And that's the thing about it. Like, I go in, like, I'm grateful of, like, when I play with you, sometimes you know I'm only there to play casual. Yeah. But I but I do listen to you at the same time. When we yeah, play yeah. One, I stuck to you, like, stuck to you like a... Stuck to me like glue. That's what I say to all the noobs. Yeah. Stick to me like glue, yeah. baby. Just stick yeah. to me like glue. Yeah, I do, <laughs> yeah, I do that. Enough, like that. Um, yeah, that's how it is for me. Like so when it comes to toxicity and everything like that, like I don't think you're doing anything really wrong. I don't see you literally going mother boom, 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 fraud everything about doing a giant full on video <laughs> screaming, saying I'm gonna do this to you because you killed me, blah blah blah, or anything like that. That's going that's where you literally go overboard. That's way too can't. much, but there's different forms yeah, of it, yeah. right? But I, yeah. I don't think that's yeah. necessarily the only form of No, that's what I say. There's yeah, different I, forms of it. I do yeah, think but, you could play with somebody and just be passive aggressive the whole time, which I've I've been I've done that in the past. You are passive aggressive. That's I've your whole thing. I'm not passive aggressive. <laughs> yeah. When am Fair I passive enough. aggressive? Never crush. I promise you're fine. You tell me you don't want to play with me, I just leave, bro. That's just all I do. <laughs> Facts. No passive aggressiveness direct. <laughs> direct to the point. Uh, all right. I think we spent enough time on that. So thank you for the question, Slayer. Uh, moving on. Is it important for Microsoft to go all out and secure marketing rights for third-party games next-gen? Or should they put all resources into first-party? Feels like Sony's market Sony's market, COD and Destiny as if they were their own exclusives. Should Microsoft be more aggressive and do the same? From Steve Wood Bro. Borrow. Um, Moody or Crashing kick off either, guys. Uh, I think they should do two things. One, I do think they should get more marketing rights. And two, I think they should get timed exclusives. Oh. Because first-party exclusives... I, I know people don't like timed exclusives. I think it's not very consumer-friendly. Yep. But I do think for Microsoft to sort of have a foothold in the launch of this next console generation, even though that's not necessarily what they view it as, whatever, whatever they want to call it, I do think to have some sort of uh, standing chance against against what Sony's doing, like we saw, Sony a lot of Sony's games are timed exclusives. Yep, they're not um they're not first party exclusives. None of that. I do think they need timed exclusives if they want to stand a chance against Sony. Yeah, um, anti consumer, sure. I think that's what Microsoft needs to do as a business. Mm-hmm. Will they do it? Who knows? Phil Spencer's been very vocally like we don't against. like doing that. Yep, but what you don't want to do and what you need to do for a business are two different things, right? Moody? Uh, they're a big enough company that they can do both, really. For me. Yeah. Um, they, uh, like the Sony don't have the capital compared to what Microsoft do. That's why they're pushing hard to have the arguably the biggest games, uh, the biggest casual games out there when it comes to like COD, FIFA, Destiny, and everything like that. Microsoft don't need to do that. They don't have to really worry about that. Uh, when it comes to exclusives and everything like that, um, uh, Going off what might well how Phil Spencer is and everything, he doesn't want to do the timed exclusives. You can see he doesn't. That's why I think the uh, the third Tomb Raider wasn't a timed exclusive. I bet they had the option to do it as a third ex- a timed exclusive again. You would have like thought so. The six, second one. The op- you would have thought the option would have been there for a conversation, Crash. Yeah, I don't think probably so. definitely. Why? Because timed exclusives for Tomb Raider has never worked out in Tomb Raider's favor. But no, 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 that's not. We're not saying it worked out. I'm saying the conversation could have been there definitely. I guess, yeah. I'm not saying it would have worked. I'm right, saying... Right, the, okay, yeah. I guess the, you're right. You're right. There's no way that you, they're working on a trilogy. You get a second game for a timed exclusive and don't go, hey, can we have the option for a third? For both companies to come together and be like, should we do this? No, let's not. 
Like it just didn't work. I guess I don't. I don't see Square Enix and Crystal Dynamic. Well, Crystal Dynamic didn't make the third one. Maybe because that game was kind of a that was all over the place. Not, got handed off to got yeah, handed off so to a maybe, different studio. Maybe they were like, "Do you want this as a timed exclusive?" And they were both like, "Yeah, no, we're good. we're not paying. We're not paying the cost right. on this one. No thanks. Yeah, no thanks." For me, they have to do both. Um, they're not going to, but they should. Like, they need. They they they're already proven they're kind of doing it. They've got Cyberpunk. They've got Madden. I just think they I'm let go of. Sorry, say again. Assassin's Creed. Well. Assassin's Creed. Yeah, but they're not marketing it in the way I would. Yet, we're seeing a lot yeah. of uh, Series X enhanced. Series X enhanced. Series X enhanced. But we're not seeing it the way PlayStation do. PlayStation's press conference proved that they know how to market things as if they're their own. And people don't yeah. even understand the difference. Mm. Including gamers. I'm not talking yeah. about yeah. just casuals. In- I have to correct people every goddamn day about how Bugsnax is not an exclusive. And yeah. this game's not an exclusive. That's not an exclusive. That's not an exclusive. Every single day I'm having this conversation. But they need to go back after FIFA. They need to go back after COD. They need to go back after Destiny. They need to get... I go to the cinema as well as Moody very often. And whenever I sit down, all I see is bloody PlayStation um, trailers. That's it. Like, it doesn't make sense. The question for me is, did they lose those because Microsoft wasn't willing to pay for it? Or did they lose those because the game companies themselves wanted to align with the bigger console? I think it all comes down to money, mate. Honestly. Mm. It's marketing. That's literally what it is. It's marketing. I think it might come down to Microsoft going, we don't want to pay that much for it. Right. But it definitely comes down to marketing. You think they would have made Microsoft pay more than they were willing to make Sony pay, right? Because they were guaranteed to get more eyes on it if if it's attached to a Sony platform. If people are going to see it and they're going to be like, you would have thought so. You would have thought so just because of sheer numbers, right? It's like, well, yeah. PlayStation have more numbers so they can pay less considering Xbox were, were like 40 million, let's say, units compared to the 100 million on PlayStation, like, or whatever it may be. Um, right. Yeah, but I think they have to do both. They have to focus first yeah. party, which they are. Um, but they, they yeah. have to focus on time, not time exclusive for me, but marketing rights. Making these games feel like they are only, make them feel like they are only on Xbox. Right. Which not they play better on Xbox, which exactly. is I think what Microsoft's real like that's the goal is. That's the problem. They are on they are an Xbox game, yeah. right? Yeah. Um I agree. I do think they need to do something with third party, be it timed exclusives focus more on selling it as their own games or whatever, be it they do need to work more on that. Yeah. Next up, what do you want to see for streaming functions on the Xbox Series X? Now with Mixer shutting down, do you think they will feature another platform? Will there be a better way to stream from the console than the basic Twitch app we have now from the Alexander Web? Alexander Web, if you stream from an Xbox, start investing your money in a PC, my friend, because you are not you will never be considered let me rephrase it. You will never get to the level you probably want to streaming from an Xbox. The only exception to this is if you are a pro player in a game and you decide to stream off your Xbox. Why? Or your PlayStation. Because Sonic Fox does it and he gets views and he gets all this stuff because he is a pro player. People are naturally going to go to him because they want good gameplay as opposed to quality and all this other stuff. Okay, he's already established though, right? 
yeah that's what i'm saying unless you're established you don't want to stream on it that's what yeah i think that that was such a last gen i think it's a it's a it's a cool feature to have on the consoles but it's definitely a side feature it's not something they're gonna it's not gonna be pushed the way it was because we've all moved to pcs yeah at this point i think um well we talked about this way long ago i think even on from the gamers we were talking about this that way show. back when yeah um <laughs> how <laughs> no i don't know either in, <laughs> in general um streaming is moving more and more towards uh towards pcs and that's very true i do think the what was it the lightroom app they had for mixer where you could have overlays on console and oh and yeah 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 that was a separate company think, though but yeah yeah i think if maybe xbox sort of adapts something like that where oh you want to stream on mixer or, D, or they just got out of streaming Twitch, they're not touching anything right but maybe if Twitch wants to do it or whoever wants to do it, right? If they wanted to go invest to create an app and all this stuff, like maybe it could work then. But until you get an app like that, I don't think. I don't think I so. I don't think there's anything Microsoft could do. I generally. I think that's all on Twitch, on YouTube, on whoever it is to try and up that platform. Nine times out of ten, when I see someone streaming from the PlayStation app, I don't watch them. Mm. Nine times out of ten. Like that silly camera in the corner. It's just like it doesn't have the level of professional professionalism that it needs to and streaming's already moved on you're already behind the curve like anyone who's starting to stream now needs to be super talented if they're gonna make it streaming like twitch was new a whole generation ago now you have established creators and i'm not saying you won't be able to do it don't get me wrong but you know, like if you're at, at streaming from a console on any platform, whether it be Facebook, DLive, Twitch, whatever it is, is from a is a casual person. That's what a casual streamer does. Someone who wants to just show their friends their gameplay for for a moment. That like, you will never do yeah. that as a profession like that. I don't think Xbox Series X is going to even touch streaming. Go near it. They just got rid of Mixer, and they've already confirmed yeah. that they're not going to be putting Facebook on the dashboard. I think they're just going to be like, it didn't work, no problem. Uh, you can still stream to Twitch from your um, Xbox Series X, but we're not talking about it. We're not pushing it. We don't care. Do what you want. We yeah. don't. We no longer have a leg in that race. Yeah, which is, you know, it's kind of crazy to think about it because the only reason PlayStation got streaming to Twitch was because Xbox had it. Because PlayStation had streaming to, I forget what it was. Ustream. You, yeah, yeah, Ustream. Yeah, Ustream. Right. It was a Ustream originally, and it wasn't even Twitch. Xbox was the one that had Twitch, and everybody was like, why is it Ustream? That's yeah. so weird. That's yeah. so dumb. Yada, yada, yada. And then Sony went and did it. And then Microsoft's like, the streaming stuff's really big. Let's go onto Mixer. And let's, let's go make, make Mixer. Dollars into streamers, and then, and then cut. do nothing afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I hope we answered the question now. Uh, moving on. Oh, Moody, do you have anything to say on that? I, I know, sorry. I know we're, we're both streamers, so we sort of take up a lot of that conversation i apologize no 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 i'm not a streamer so it's not uh my voice is, doesn't isn't really needed for it. <laughs> uh, the only Moody. thing i'll say is that um they'll probably you probably won't even see him uh pushing them twitch app that much yeah i agree no, i don't think they mentioned it at all i think Facebook agreement or whatever. no i don't think so i think yeah. there's a possibility if it's if they're ever talking about like apps that it'll be like one in a million apps in the background or yep. something like that. But even then, I don't think they'll really go for that. I think they're trying to sell this as a gaming console as opposed to like in the center of your living room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. They're doing a good job. So. Be it a reboot or a new IP, what do you think Microsoft can do 
to right the ship when it comes to exclusives. They have been losing for a generation with little to no inclination. Sorry. Inclination. Inclination, thank you. That changes anytime soon. That, that changes anytime soon. What do you need to see at their conference to change people's minds from death to norm? They need to show what their first parties have been working on. They bought a number of first party studios. They now have 13 in total, I believe. They need to show what they've been doing. And I think they need to do what PlayStation did a long time ago, which is show games that are even not ready yet, which they just need to have that faith that these games are going to come out. And the problem with that is they've been burnt on those exclusives. Scalebound and there's one more. What's the other one? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. There's one more, I can't think of it. They got known for it for a while, though. Yeah, for cancelling exclusives. That's what Xbox were known for. Xbox need to just... I agree with you. I agree with you that um, they they had poor exclusive this gen. Spoilers, me and Chris just recorded a uh, video going through every exclusive and where we we would rank them from S to D. And um, looking back on that video now and sort of i'm like yeah xbox had a really bad generation this year for exclusives really bad like even the games that we put in the a column they're not like they're good games they're good games and they're they're, they are a games don't get me wrong but i feel like with a better plethora of games that they might have been dropped down to a couple of b some of them yeah i i agree with that for me it's a case of put up or shut up they have to show everything and they're not going to, by the way. <laughs> let, me, no. let me make it very clear. We're going to see Fable. We're going to see... This is what we're going to see. We're going to see Fable. We're going to see uh, Forza. We're going to see uh, Halo. And we're going to see Compulsion's new game. And that's it. You're not going to see Hellblade? No. Sure. I don't think so. I don't, I don't I, think so. They had just started working on that, so mm-hmm. I think that'll be... They already confirmed that, they've confirmed that it's going to be running on Unreal Engine 5. That don't come out till next year. So, the, the earliest that game comes out is next year, which I still don't yeah. think it's even going to come out then. No. Um, I, I think you hit the nail on the head where I think they need to show games that aren't necessarily ready to release. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to sell me on why I should invest on an Xbox now. Yep. Or why I should be looking at for any opportunity to invest in it, right? Um, the original Xbox had that for me with Sunset Overdrive, right? um where i saw that and i was like i really want this that's why i got a xbox before i got a playstation and now i for a very long time was a playstation person but a game was able to show me that and i do think microsoft needs that especially right now where they are sort of behind and they might not want to do the first party exclusives like sony's doing they need to show people why you should invest in their platform and i think that's really important and i i agree i don't think they will do it I don't think they'll show games that aren't ready. No. That's another thing Phil's talked about. Like, we don't like showing games that aren't ready to to be shown. Yeah. No, exactly. Moody, are you where are you at with Xbox Series X right now? Ask me that after the show. <laughs> That's cheating. That's why I'm asking you now. <laughs> no, yeah, no, yeah. No, um, no. Um If the rumors are right about the pricing, again, take with a huge pinch of salt of what we heard, what yeah. we said online and everything like that. Um, that would be a huge coup, and I, I openly said, like, you, like you asked me the question, what would I get? And I would get the the, the S, the, yeah, the yeah, uh, and everything. 
But at the same time, right now, I'm invested in a new PC later on this year and everything. More, more for work and for college and work and everything like that. But I am hoping to play a couple of more games on that. And right now, as Xbox is so simple that I can just play them on that. And if it, my PC is just as powerful, or not just as powerful, but as good as to be able to play them in a good way and not have to worry about where I'd say, oh, I'm straight, I'm, if it was a good, if I had the PC I want now, you might be able to see me on camera, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You can, no. <laughs> um, yeah, they, they, you don't, they need to sell or sell us. Like you've been saying multiple times, Fixer, why do I want to buy this? Mm-hmm. Platform is my job. Yeah. The thing. And that's the right thing. And effort, that is the right thing. They, 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 they're giving you everything. They're telling you everything why not to buy this if they wanted to. That's how crazy the marketing influencers come with that. They basically said these games, all the games are going to be available for at least the next two years for you to play on your the My S or your Xbox or yeah. anything like that. Uh, for at least for the next two years, why do we need to buy this? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a crazy thing. It's, we'll see. Well, hopefully, like you said, hopefully this event next week is going to show us why you want to play Compulsion Games next game in on the xbox series x because of these instant yeah. load times and these super great um resolutions and the gameplay that just can't be it, it, it's you can play it here but it's not gonna feel as good like it needs to there's got to be a reason right yeah we'll see we will see last question in fix the set this week is recently phil spencer talked about microsoft's approach to studio acquisitions how they spoke with studios and 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 sorry not and 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 just and onboarded them in effective ways that allowed the studios to stay true to themselves phil said quote we have really strong support from satan nadella the ceo of microsoft and amy hood the cfo and there's being no signal at all that we should be slowing down, but just to go at a pace that is maintainable for us as a leader, for us as a leadership team. We're always out there talking to people, but it has to be the right opportunity, end quote. This statement came out after the re, uh, reports that Microsoft was in talks with Warner Brothers to acquis- acquis- sorry, acquire wb games so a lot of people are speculating that microsoft will buy wb games however that will take time something that cannot happen soon enough to be announced at the 23rd of july event so my question is what if microsoft announced that they are acquiring uh abs is it abso ads as bow studios on the 23rd uh, Azabo Studios is a studio currently working on Microsoft Flight Simulator, which just got announced uh, for blah blah blah. Zyga's doing his my Xbox and me spiel. I've got that in the news, Zyga. Get out of here. Um, they've also worked on The Crew, The Crew 2, A Plague Tale Innocence, but also work closely with Microsoft on games such as Recall and Connect uh, and HoloLens titles. They already have a working relationship with Microsoft and have proven they can make games with the big open realistic worlds like Flight Simulator and The Crew as well as being as well as stories like a plague's town would that be a smart get for microsoft yes it would be um you've hit the nail on the head on everything you said there number one a plague tower is one of my favorite games from last year it tells a fantastic if you can get me to buy a stealth game that tells you everything you need to know about how good a plague tower is at the end of the day um you hit the nail on the head with the crew. It has a fantastic open world where if you drop me in that world and it was, imagine, I'm not saying this is the case, but it was GTA, it would look good. Like, they can build worlds. 
the crew is a great game and the scale of that game is ridiculous because it's like the whole of america and takes ridiculous amount of times to drive around it and stuff um they won't announce this though at a at this conference this conference is just going to be i don't think anyway is going to just be about games 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 i feel like like we got from the ubisoft thing where it's going to be smooth transitions with great packages collected together and a little bit of talking from phil and then onto it a little bit from majors nelson then talking a little bit from aaron greenberg and then onto it like maybe we see ago and then and then onto it you know like i don't think this is the place to announce it i do think it would be a great studio to acquire and they do have a good working relationship with them yeah um I agree in general. I think this would be a good get for them, especially with Plague Sale. And one of the things about Microsoft is they don't give us very many narrative games, yep. which this would be something in their arsenal where they're like, okay, here you go. Here's a bigger budget. Give us the next Plague Sale, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I don't think this would be announced at July. I don't think they're going to announce new studios. They're going to be more focused on here is what you are getting with our next console. Yeah. Not here's what we're doing in the future. Mm-hmm. Not here's what we're doing in whatever. I think if they ever do the August thing that is rumored for the Lockhart, then I think maybe that's where this will get announced. Yeah. But if they're planning on buying WB, I think that's when they'd get it. By the way, I don't think that quote, quote means that they're buying WB. I actually think it's the opposite. I, I think it's just a case of it's more just a statement of we haven't been told to slow down. We'll make the right acquisitions at the right times. WB is four billion. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. And there's a lot of studios, and they were like, "What we can manage? Like, who knows if they spend that money? Even if they can manage all of those right away, yeah, in an efficient manner, right?" As most studios is known for fuel and uh, license games like Toy Story Three and Ratatouille and stuff like that. Like, they're not going to cost you. I reckon that's probably a hundred mil studio, probably if not less, yeah. if not way less. Actually, thinking about it, because um, you're not getting any IPs with them because they've worked on license stuff. Mm. So they are French based, though. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Really, I think this will be a good acquisition. Like I say, like Flags Tale, like Gravity Pixel was one a great game last year. Yeah, it's a great narrative. Um, and they've put they've put uh, they've worked really well with Microsoft Swift Flight Simulator and everything. And so this does make sense that they probably are in the talks of probably acqu- uh, buying them and everything. Will it be shown this next week? No. Next week's all about the games, 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 games. If it's anything, I agree with Fresh. It's August. They'll talk about it. I don't even think in August though. I generally even in August, I feel like it's going to be. If we don't hear about Project X Cloud here, I feel like we hear about Project X Cloud in august mm. along with the lock car along with like some game pass stuff with like then they're building up their services and that next console then further on we'll start hearing about more studios but i don't right. think they're out there looking for more studios honestly no, i think they're looking for opportunities it's yeah like, like oh we, we're looking to sell it oh we might buy you yeah right? like i mean i've interviewed um oh, what is his name uh one of the founders i'm pretty sure of asbo um Oh, that's gonna bug the crap out of me. It's a French name, so obviously I would have struck. David, it's David um, Dedenti, I believe. When I don't get me wrong, I wasn't talking about acquisitions, but he was talking about how the studio's been going for a long time and how fantastic guy, by the way. Um, how this is the, like the one of their first time of being able to actually do their own IP. Like Plague Tale was one of their own. The the first time, look, they've did a Plague Tale in twenty nineteen. 
In 2012, they did uh, Connect Rush, Disney, Pixar. 20, 2009, they did Fuel. 2008, they did Wally. 2011, they did uh, Connect Disney. Like, don't get me wrong, they've got a relationship. Uh, 2016, they did Recore. Like, they've got a relationship there, definitely, obviously, with the Connect games and Recore and, and obviously... It, but I just feel like that studio's still just finding its foot in. It's come from... Oh, it did Zoo Tycoon as well. Wow, they did a lot of exclusives in the early stage there. Damn. Yeah. Um, they might have done, not done it on their own. They might have been a support studio, but they did a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I do think it's a good fit. I don't know if Microsoft need them, though. And I don't know if they want to be bought. And I think that's the important yeah. thing. Do they want to be bought? We can't... Yeah. That's what I love about all this, like, speculation. What happened to Double... Yeah. What happened to the second party studios, by the way? Like, yeah, <laughs> Remedy... Yeah, well, Hasmog, think, uh, Remedy, obviously, would have been the big one for Xbox at the time. Like, like you don't have to own everything. You can just license yeah. things. <laughs> I think um, Insomniac's a really good example where for the longest time, Insomniac just didn't want to be bought. They were just like, yeah, no, we're going to They were also that weird place, weren't they? Where they? They were too big to be called an indie, but they were still technically independent. It was weird. So, yeah, yeah we'll see what happens, sure. I guess. We'll see what happens. Um... Let's get into this week's dashboard. Uh, we've got a lot of news to cover still, so let's get into that. Thank you all for your questions. I do appreciate them. Uh, first up, Phil Spencer says, Xbox Series X games aren't being held back by the Xbox One. This one was taken from IG and Joe Scrabbles. Um, I've got questions for you later, Moody, about F1. Don't you worry. <laughs> Phil Spencer has played down the idea that the Xbox Series X games will be held back from their full potential by having them be playable on the Xbox One, pointing to the success of PC games at working across wide ranges of hardware power as evidence. Speaking to gaming, game industry, uh, the Xbox boss called the idea of games being held back a, quote, a meme that gets, gets created by people who are too, too caught up in competition, end quote, Instead, uh, Spencer points out that the PC market where games can be pl also be played on lower-powered hardware. Quote, I just look at Windows. It's almost certain if the developer is building a Windows version of their game, then the most powerful and highest fertility version is on the PC, uh, is the PC version. You can even see that with some of our first-party games going to PC. Even from our competitors, the richest version is the PC version. Yeah, the PC ecosystem is the most diverse when it comes to hardware. When you think about the CPUs and GPUs from years ago that are that are there, yes, every developer is going to, fi going to find a line and say, this is the hardware that we're going to support. But the diversity of hardware choice is choice in pc has not held back the highest fidelity pc games on the market the highest fidelity pc games rival anything that ha anybody has ever seen in video games so this idea that developers don't know how to build don't know how to build games or game engines or ecosystem that work across a set of hardware there is proof there's a proof point in pc that shows that's not the case do you agree with this settlement, Chris? Would you? Would you I, think? Uh, I disagree with a lot of what he says here. Interesting. I think a Shadow of Mordor directly counters this. On the 360, we didn't get the Nemesis system, right? Yep. I think that is it. But then I also think like his point on hardware. While it's true, you have to remember like there are a lot of games that if you run it on older hardware, you have to run a very ugly, low optimized version that doesn't look good to play. 
you're playing it on low frame rates while it's possible you are getting the worst possible version of that game that i think what he's trying to sell you is like he isn't technically wrong on it but at the same time it's like sort of a sleight of hand is what he's trying to sell you on um and i don't think he means anything bad by it this is just business talk in my opinion yep cool but i do think like i have an older pc and there's a lot of games where i'll see you streaming it on your pc and i'm like oh that looks pretty good for you it's funny mine is all just blocks you know <laughs> so yeah it's i don't know i uh, this just seems like trying to sell their console i mean it's kind of more word salad from phil spencer if we're being honest if we're being yeah. honest it i understand his point and he's not wrong like you just said yeah. he's not wrong in what he's saying but i don't think there is a better looking game out there right now that i can think including pc than the last of us the transitions from cutscene to game you don't even notice that you're going into them sometimes um the facial animation and that's something playstation have been notoriously known for right which is one console one skew they know how to operate also being said naughty dog are probably one of the best game studios out there period true um and i don't always love naughty dog games i don't think last of us uh don't think uncharted last of us one plays that great now that i played it again i don't think uncharted is that great a game when it comes to gameplay but from its world and its visuals and its storytelling that's just don't come at me xbox fanboys i'm not looking for it all right um my problem with this statement is yeah like we're never gonna get and this has been my whole problem the whole time right is without a cutoff point we're never gonna get the series x games that look that 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 way the way the last of us looks because they're always gonna have to shoot them back all the way to the vcr xbox so instead of just having to make i don't disagree that they can make more skews but by making more skews, it means more development time. By making more development time, means more money. By making more money, do you, you understand what I'm yeah. getting at here, right? Like, if they just had the Series X to hit, just imagine how. And I'm talking just first party, because third party is a totally different ball game. Yeah. First party, third party, just, they'll cut it off at some point. I yeah, imagine. like I get supporting PC. I understand that. But you support high-end PCs, really. Like you can. There are some lower ends, but you they mainly support. Scaling in it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just to me, it's just very annoying. I understand it, and he's not technically wrong in what he's saying. But it is just a lot of uh, business talk. My problem is like the next Gears of War comes out, and for them to scale it on the Xbox One, it has to look significantly worse. And there will be people who will sell that as the version like this is what gears of war looks like and that becomes for microsoft where microsoft has a bad perception problem and i think this possibly just if there is no cutoff point it just worsens that perception we were doing the way a cutoff point so that's just yeah yeah just the way it's gonna be at the end of the day moody are you here's a question moody because again notoriously known don't care about 4k don't really care about um like the the resolutions in that regard would buy the lower end console does this bother you at all to know that maybe you'll be playing a lesser version in looks compared to me when we play the next Xbox exclusive? Um, ultimately, no, because this, this statement reads very much, he's not talking to the gamers for me. He's literally, for me, seems like he's talking to the casuals. This is saying, don't worry, we have you. 
but for the gamers, if you want what you want, so yeah, there you go, grab it, F4K, get you get what you want and everything like that. Um, I feel like he's a man right now who has basically, which is basically true at the same time, he has unlimited resources basically right now. He has a bottomless pit of how what he can. Yes, he's getting told what he can and can't do, there's no doubt about it, but he is basically the man in charge at, my, at Xbox. And he's he's like like he says in the statement he's they're doing the things in certain ways and that they they got free reign right now, and I feel like he's not balanced. He doesn't look like until we get a proper thing from them of when they're gonna do the proper cutoff point because there will be a cutoff point. There will be a at point some point, the, not yet though. Yeah, yeah, not for not not for these like they're stating it. Probably seems like it'll be like two years for the S and the mm -hmm. X. Uh, and yeah, and that's basically what it sounds like to me. He's trying to he's trying to get the balancing act right now, and he's not wording it in the best ways. He's doing what he's saying is technically what you like. What Chris says is spot on. Yeah, and what you said is spot on. But it's like, who are you talking about? Who are you really talking to here, Phil? Are you talking? I to think the he's casuals? talking. It sounds like to me, he sounds like he's talking to the casuals, not to the gamers. And so, like for you, guys, for us, and everything like that. For me, it's no problem because, like I say, like I've already said, I will get the weak the weaker system. But for everybody who wants to see the graphical power want to see why like you like we've already stated on it why you do we want this console phil you have not told us why we want this console yet personally and this is one of the things i think he's talking to fanboys at the end of the day i think that's why the whole statement yeah. about memes like though it's for casuals i think it's more for the people who keep saying obviously the war out there which is so dumb um but like oh well, yeah your games are never gonna look as good as our games and blah blah blah, blah. Like that all comes down to the third parties because we get more third party games than we ever, we do yeah. first party. Yeah. Like I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think it's the casual audience he's talking to personally. I think he's trying to talk to us, but it's just not coming. We know. We know a little bit better than that. We know how this works a little bit more. So I don't know. But I I do think a lot of Xbox fanboys probably read this and they started throwing parties. Hundred percent. Hundred yeah. percent, but a little bit of the bubbly. Mm. Yeah, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> Moving on, anyway. Uh, the Xbox Game Case has been revealed. Uh, we may have not gotten the first look at the at the official game case art for the series x moving forward though it's a little bit more complicated than that um i don't know where i got this from probably ign so i apologize for not um shouting out whoever wrote this but i apologize image above is a box art for watchdog legions the third installment in ubisoft's property um to describe it to you guys just so we can so we can just get through this to be honest with you um it's a normal xbox one case xbox one yeah case it says xbox at the top it has a little black bar that says xbox series x and xbox one and then it has the xbox uh series x um optimization sticker looking thing on top of it as well crash how does this look to you it's fine i i just i just want to be able to remove the optimized sticker you want? Oh, you takes, okay. Interesting. I think it takes up a decent amount of the case. Interesting. But like, even if it was there, like normally, like I don't care. Well, it's who's fine. who's still buying boxes? I I buy all my games digitally, so it doesn't really matter for me. Yeah. Um. I I saw the war go off on this one. Oh, your con your case doesn't look as slick as my case. <laughs> what a bunch of idiots, right? Like, yeah. are we really doing this? Are we find about game cases now. Pieces of plastic. Like, you know when we joke about how our console's a piece of plastic? And there's These a little bit more. This is literally a piece of plastic. Yeah. 
I agree. <sighs> Jaws me. Jaws me. I, I, I do think this as much as I said all that, and yeah, I, I, I do think it does kind of play into my point, though, where like that looks exactly the same as the Xbox One case. Nothing yeah. is new about this generation. Like, yeah. there's nothing. We're not getting a new dashboard. We're not getting new cases. We're not getting, like, it's just, I understand why. I understand why, but this is my fucking platform, so I'll use it to the best of my ability. Yeah. It just doesn't feel new. It doesn't I, feel exciting. I do think they actually should have went for a different color for the Series X cases. Something! Yeah. Um, I think a different color also would have been more appealing than the sticker. Not that the sticker's the end of the world or anything. But they but can't do Sony's that. Sony's going the, white over blue. They, the prob- like, the problem is they can't no. do that because... They they need to sell me it's that this is still the same. This yeah. Assassin's Creed Origins yeah. case is exactly the same. But like, at least last gen we had like, oh, the case was a little smaller. And, and, and I know this sounds so stupid. It really does. Because it's about the games. And yeah, you're right. 99.9% of my games are digital anyway. And they're soon getting rid of these damn games altogether. But it does take away that goddamn excitement for me again. another It's another thing where I'm like, oh, it's exactly the same. Because, like, we've yeah. already got this here. Like, look, Ultra 4K, HDR, Xbox One X enhanced, optimized for Xbox One X. Like, yeah. it's the same thing. It's just smart deliveries in the corner on this the new case. HDR, 4K Ultra HD, and then, like, the tag thing, which is, like, you can play it on either. I don't think this describes well to, to new people either. I, I still think no, people are going to be confused. Which, it is. It is. That's all it is, is a new skew. Um... I think they're making it, they're consistently making it harder for them to sell it. I think even if it's con- a little confusing for people if you make a new case, I think it's easy for you to sell the console with the new case, right? Yeah. It's bundled, new case on the cover and everything. I think that's more easier for people who don't understand gaming to understand that is new. Um, oh, this was taken from my Xbox and me, by the way, from Zyger. Shout out to Zyger. Um, it'll be interesting when it actually comes to them having pre-ordered up pre-orders up and in stores and all that stuff how are they going to differentiate the two I, I think that'll be really important am i being pathetic moody you're both not wrong i won't lie because like but this we're go, going off what fiddle and what they're doing right now they are literally this this doesn't seem like it's a new generation for them they are it's not they've, like they've, <laughs> they've said that yeah, mm. yeah. They, they're keeping it all the same yeah. like they say so for the say xbox series x and xbox one that's just saying to the consumer it goes on everything if you have a series x that's fantastic but if you have an xbox it's going to work on that as well so that's yeah it's uh i don't buy i buy digital so this doesn't really bother me it's it's the same thing there's a little couple of tweaks like i say but other than that yeah i just think the optimize for series x thing is just like i I don't know i'm just complaining (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It sucks. But the thing is, right, you want to be excited to want to, to. You don't want to be just buying the Xbox Series X because it's your job. You no. Want you want to be excited for it. I'm, yeah, you do, and you yeah. don't have excitement right now. That's the thing. I can't fake it. I can't fake so, it for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have I have a question. Um, for the games that aren't going to be available right. on the Xbox One, it's the below. Third it's below. It's below. Look below. Look it's below. below. Look below. Look at the look oh, at the, the NBA one. Yes. Oh, so they're still gonna have the 
Oh, so literally the only thing they do is take away the Xbox One. They that's... don't even take away the Optimize. Yeah. Nope. That's what they're gonna it's do. Literally yeah. like... not a different color. That's kind of Yeah, I don't I it's irrelevant. It, it it's matter. super let me it's super but, petty it's super stupid i understand we're now having a conversation about plastic boxes i get it but still <laughs> it's it's a little silly i do think that at least for the ones that are fully like next gen the case should have been different in some way make it a black case make it whatever make it a different shade of green something yeah but no i i agree with that i think this at all... the end of the day it doesn't matter no, it doesn't. It doesn't. You're 100% right. It doesn't. Moving on then. Uh, Microsoft Fight Flight Simulator has been announced, launching August 18th for PC. Xbox announced that today uh, Microsoft Flight Sim will officially launch on PC. Time code crash. Uh, and the Xbox Game Pass for PC beta on August 18th. Uh, the game developed by Asbo Studios, a third-party French-based studio who worked on... This was taken by my Xbox and me, Zagger, as well, by the way. Um, uh, the crew, Monopoly Plus. Oh, they worked on Monopoly Plus as well? Damn, that's a lot of games that I've played. Like, a lot of games that I've played. They should buy them. I'm, I'm in there. I'm in there. Um, <laughs> They've done Monopoly. But yeah, uh, the game adds a variety of new features. There is a ton here in the article. Go check out the article on myxboxandme.com. Please, Zyga's doing some great jobs. I want to get to the deluxe pricing. Standard pricing is fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, the deluxe edition is eighty nine ninety nine. This is dollars, uh, and the premium deluxe version is one hundred and ninety nine ninety nine. The standard edition includes twenty planes. One hundred nineteen. Sorry, 99. thank you. The standard edition includes twenty planes and thirty hand model airplanes the deluxe edition comes with 25 planes and 35 hand model airplanes and the premium edition comes with 30 planes and 40 hand model airplanes um it's, it's airports not airplanes that too that too thank you thank you thank you anyone excited for this i get it looks amazing but i'm just like i don't care <laughs> i've seen i've actually seen a surprising amount of people excited for this yeah um, it's, it's an ip that they've owned for a while microsoft it's just yeah not one that i can get excited about i've never seen it so much in the limelight i mean people like sims more now i feel like i feel like there's you've got the farming simulator you've got football manager you've got the train driver simulator like this is one that you know people have their setups for as well where like their whole like yeah. aircraft setups and like that's dope i'm more more than happy that people have got this i hope it does really well i think it might to be honest with you um yeah. but we'll have to wait and see really um mood I, I... um yeah i'm more interested <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um. um i know a teacher of mine at college he's super excited for this see yeah just because of what the technology what the technology they're using to do this game and everything he's excited like hell for it and i'm just like you do that mate you do that it, it, it's me with that give me a uh, i want to aim my project though <laughs> um, go on crash i just want to say that i've read i've read and heard the name record too much today a lot of recall a lot of recall i, I ain't gonna lie name anymore a lot of recall I bad, gonna... bad memories you could say. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on, I think we've got a couple more to go. Uh, EA Sports announced the UFC 4 release date. Uh, this one was taken from IGN's Adam Bankhurst. EA have announced that... E e sorry. 
here have announced that EA Sports uh, UFC 4 will be released on the PS4 and the Xbox One on August 14th, 2020. Um, there's not much more to add on here, to be honest with you. Um, they've got new environments, they've got the backyard gyms, um, they've got these like new octagons that like look like they're in like underground um like temples and stuff like that like it, it looks more interesting than a basic boring ufc game honestly will it pan out i don't know uh they've got anthony joshua and um fury in it tyson fury. tyson fury in it and i'm like are we never getting a fight night are you gonna keep putting boxes in these games just so we don't get a fight night is that what's happening here this is your boxing game. I don't want this. Yeah. <laughs> I want a You're... boxing game. Fight night would be too expensive. I know. It'd but Eddie Hearn, Eddie Hearn did tweet out, should we do a new boxing game? So maybe EA be in contact. They must have been, because I think he owns the rights for... He owns the rights for loads of boxes. So... Mm. Hmm. So you think they could just like make it and cut out? A bunch I of think boxes. I think we'll get a new fight night. I think this is definitely teasing a new fight night. We'll get a new fight night, but we'll like Mayweather won't be in it because he's rights alone. He owns his own rights, so he's rights yeah. alone. Like nope. Like I don't know if we'll get Mike Tyson. So I don't know who owns his rights. And yeah, it's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff in boxing, yeah. which is super weird. It's still caught in this weird world where it's not like owned by one person. Like mm. everyone owns a piece of their own piece of things. So. Yeah. Which is how it should be. 100%. 100%. Make more money that way. Yeah. Make more money that way. That's why Uf- UFC signed all their UFC signed all their rights away. Like, they have to wear Reebok, and they have to do this, and they have to yeah. do that. It's like, and they make no money. It's like, yeah. That's yeah. why you don't go into UFC. It's, <laughs> it's why boxers get a lot more money, and they they get paid a lot more. Yeah. It's because they have a lot more freedom with it. I'm going to save the last story I got here, Crash, for next week's show. Cause it's a good conversation, but I think we've gone quite long. So okay. I'm gonna save it for next week, and we've got a lot to get through with Moody still and stuff. So okay, sorry, Moody, go on. No, I was just gonna say, like, the, I believe the Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua fight, they're like they're making a ton of money. Oh yeah, 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 it's ridiculous amounts. They're gonna fight in Saudi Arabia and make mm-hmm. shit tons, which you can be okay with that or not. That's down to you. Yeah, I think they're um, each. we are on to pick of the week. Do you, like, do you like the fact I gave it a segment name? Do you like that? I was a little thrown off by the segment name, I'm not gonna lie. Um, so, Fix, did you play your game this week? So, Crash, I did yeah. not play my game this week, unfortunately. So I couldn't okay. get a code for NASCAR. I did reach out, I didn't get a response. <laughs> okay. I don't blame them because I'm not the biggest NASCAR fan in the world, I'll be honest. Right. Um, I also tried to get you a code for Bloodstained. No bueno. Got no answer yeah. back either. Kind of understandable. So you can you have to buy that one. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> but totally. one, but one person did play that game. Yeah, Moody. Uh, we have a question for you. On your game, you want to just uh just uh kick us off, Moody. Kick us off like yeah. Just give us a base level. Just give us a base level of F1 2020. Where are we at with this game? Well, obviously I sent you the code. This is why you're here this week. For this moment right here. Like, how you feeling? I'm feeling really, really good. Um, I just wanted to, for transparency, everyone, like Chris already said, he got a code provided by Codemasters, and he sent it through to me to review it and everything like that. Actually, Koch Media sent me this code, not Codemasters. Shout out to Josh. My guy. <laughs> Shout out to Josh. Um, 
<laughs> and I also played it on an Xbox One S. And I, and I also did not play it with a wheel because I don't have one right now. Mm. I intend to get one, but I haven't got that yet. Um, yeah, I'll go to the bottom of my article because I did buy some. Oh, Moody's come in. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I like I can this. read the entire thing for you, or yeah, you give me whatever you want, but dude, this is okay. you. This is all you. Okay. Okay. Sit back and relax then. This is gonna take an hour. Oh God. It's <laughs> already long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, Codemasters F1 2020 pushes the boat like never before, just like Red Bull's Max. Max Max Verstappen getting his elbows out against Ferrari Charles Claire at the 2019 Austrian Grand Prix. One of those elbows is the introduction of my team uh, to the game. A great concept in theory, but if it does not done right, could uh, could drop Codemasters' game back down to a lap or two. But I am happy to say they did nail it. My team really makes this year's game stand out more, unlike the 2019 game. It's my t- it's my team. You are the owner. Um, yes, it has the previous drive to higher career mode. It's still here, and it is, a, is as great as always, especially if you just want to hop into the Mercedes and drive past everyone while waving, waving with a Jeremy Clarkson smile smug on your face. Of course. Uh, all the better. Um Unlike previous F1 career modes, like uh, like I said, they allow you to that allows you to control the R and D upgrades. My team is completely different, and it and it overtakes it by a mile because of it. You be, you build your team, you become the eleventh team on the grid, choosing your team name, which I in order of uh, the person I got the code from was my Xbox and me racing. There's a there's a picture of the car on my Twitter if you want to check it out. We got a sponsorship um, out here, baby. We're sponsoring the F1. <laughs> Uh, creating colors, creating your logo, picking your engine supplier, picking your sponsors, your second driver, uh, and watching your finances and everything, and turning your organization into an F1 superpower. You can upgrade various parts of your business, bigger, better simulators to help your teammate get better, fancy new wind tunnels for better aero, spending money on your marketing department to help you get better sponsors to spend even more money, Add add in the F1 calendar where you're trying to balance everything at once from a team building to various R&D departments and having ownership of your team and your team uh, destiny, destiny makes my team something special and satisfying. Moody, can we add a question in here? Yeah, yeah. Go on, Crash. Read the question, the first question. Uh, to Mr. Moody about this game, this question is from Sarah Squid. What can Microsoft learn about Formula One racing which can be implemented in their Forza series? What improvements to the game have you seen in this recent installment that makes it different from the last year's game? What is the formula? The two different fundamental games because obviously the Forza are two different versions. Now. They've got the Horizon one which is a very exploration. You drive everywhere, you go anywhere you want and you've got the Motorsport one. What is the more competitive racing one i believe yes yeah yeah, you're right you're right they've got them separated in two great categories so i'll concentrate more on the motorsport one Mm -hmm. the motorsport one doesn't have a my team mode where you do the same thing kind of similar of this i would say they should add this to it where you can create your own team you're driving in multiple different skews and everything it's controlling the finances sponsors and etc like that that's what i would say try and get into it uh, they don't need to worry about the visuals right now because the visuals for both of those games are all very beautiful and fantastic. They're being showcases half the time when it comes to visuals for a new console what's coming up. So yeah, that's for me. Those what I would say would be the best things to do. So, Horizon, own, it's its own thing personally. So what are the new? So obviously Phil here says, uh, how is my team my team feature and how does it compare to Motorsport Manager? Have you ever played Motorsport Manager at all? 
guess a little bit. So, um, so for me, I'm Moody. I'm, I'm obviously you know I like sim games and I like Football Manager. Obviously, yeah. is this like the equivalent of Football Manager, but you get to race? Yes. Because it sounds dope. I've got to be honest with you. Like, I'm not into F1, obviously, but like, it sounds like what I want FIFA career mode to actually become. Like, yeah. FIFA doesn't ever go far enough in its career mode. Does uh, F1 2020 go far enough in its my team to really push the series on? Yeah, there's five levels of... Uh, no, not five. There's uh, three or four, I can't fully remember, levels of uh, leveling up your facility. Got it. And they do change at each level you get to. They come bigger, they've, they've got more technology and everything like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's real... It's what you basically wanted from FIFA. Damn. For me. That I have, sucks. I have, <laughs> I have a question. Could you get fired if uh, if you perform poorly? On my team, I don't believe you can because it is your team. You are the owner. They literally state that right at the beginning because you have an interview right at the beginning of the game saying, here's the new owner who is also a race, who is also going to be racing in the car. <laughs> so I don't believe so. You can get fired in the my normal career mode. Yeah. Because uh, you, you just sign up with either Renault, Mercedes, Red Bull, et cetera, and et cetera. You can if you do not do very well there. Um, but at the same time, I have not... Co- uh, tried to get myself fired from my team. So you don't can, know if you can get bankrupt as well. Yeah. God. Uh, not that I know of, no. You can get, get you, it basically gives you options to shut down uh, certain facilities so you can start saving money more. God, yeah. God. And not expending as much money towards them and everything. But that stops the growth for your engine or your aero or your, or your chassis, which one you decide and everything. So me and Chris are obviously nubs and we don't understand Formula One. Right, that's not that's not our out. Does is does this feel um, authentic to the Formula One world and the way? Obviously, from what I understand in Formula One, it's very money driven, right? Like the whole sport is very money driven. Like it's it's you're building my team. You're starting from scratch, right? Mm-hmm. Am I right? And so you start from scratch, and you won't just be able to win a race straight away because your car won't be as good, right? Depends on level of hardness. Okay. You literally have it on easy. You'll you'll drive as you can drive as the Williams car or your car, which is at the bottom of the tree. Yeah, and it's you win races. It all depends on the level of difficulty you put it at. So, I put it at mastery level for me oh, because to make it oh, a little bit difficult. Um, Talk that ish. Make it more a little bit more authentic for me because I'm just like I have a car I know cannot outrace a Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Fundamentally, will never happen in real life. So I want to make that a little bit more competitive. So literally, for my first ten races. I did not score any points whatsoever. And I, at all. So that I got it, close to I got to an eleventh, but that was thankfully because of certain cars crashing out or and everything like that. I'm not gonna lie, Moody, it sounds dope. I've gotta be honest, like I'm not into F one and I get the like there's more to it than that. And I'm sure if I actually played it I probably wouldn't enjoy it as much. But hearing you talk about it and how passionate you are about it is dope. So is this the definitive F one game now? Right now, yes, but obviously there's going to be a new one next oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I understand that, yeah. But right now, you wouldn't be like, oh, no, I'm going back to 19. No. Interesting. 19, I had fundamental flaws with, even though I kept on playing it, because it was more casual. It didn't seem like it pushed out the boat enough. It literally just seemed like they're going off. Like, a lot of people, crit- like, like you defend it a lot, 
because you know that you know the house to hard development is, but yeah. a lot of people do just consider FIFA is a copy and paste, same and same. Yeah. Uh, the 2018 one seemed like that was 2019 Got for me. They do they did F, add in F2, but it wasn't very flushed out. Thankfully though, they fine tuned that again for this 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 uh, game because the F F2 you can actually have a full season in. You couldn't do that before. You can drive in the slower car and work your way up to proper F1. What about um? What about uh, F5? Does Brock Lesnar come out in F5? Anyone? Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, I have seen a random person just walking around with big muscles and crazy tattoo. But I'm just thinking, ah, he'll just see out the side. He's just going to get hit by my <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you got one more question here, Crash. How's so? This is from Will Smitty. Um, how's the diet going? Did you enjoy having the house to yourself? Hope you're kicking butt and playing video games. I only ever play Forza games, Horizon and The Sims ones. Will F1 2020 be too involved and realistic for my baby ass baby driving game skills? Uh, diet is going very well. I'm still just a four stone loss, which is I'm really happy about and everything. Uh, house by myself, which was really enjoyable. I won't deny that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the house to myself. I won't deny that part. Um, and I'm doing very well. Thank you, Lil Smitty. Uh, to the to what you're asking, um, this is for me the most accessible F1 game they've had to date. Damn. You can literally just hop in. I'll get into what I had here. Uh, you can literally just. Uh, where, where, where have I had it? You can literally just hop in and just drive, yeah. chill, relax, nothing like that. You've got the the new for new accessible to an end. It is for casual or F1 newbies. Assist the assist mode that I had a couple of assists on. I had uh, the driving line and everything like that because I suck at not having a driving line. I can't okay. do it. <laughs> like oh, way off line. I'm just like no. Oh. <laughs> uh, the assists for that they do a really good job. The Sort it out. You can also uh, change up the heads up the display to however you would like it. They really uh, did that better. And there's also there was a mannequin mechanic that was put in a couple of years ago, which is fundamental to racing cars. The F1 cars is called the ERS system, the Energy Recovery System, and they that was a, a five button prong basically throughout. Now they've simplified it, simplified it to a press of a button. Oh, yeah. and made it so much more easier for you. It's a simpler, easier. Uh, drive uh, on easy mode. I've drove it on easy mode. I overtook a Lewis Hamilton by the first, first yeah. corner. I was like, see you later! Screw you! This is the, for me, I'll finish off with what I said. Yeah, yeah. Codemasters adding in the simple concept of my team and fine-tuning everything else to the game. They have given us their best game to date for me. Uh, the old guard and the next generation of game drivers should be really happy and excited for what they have done for this year and hopefully what they can do next year with the new consoles. I'm excited to, excited for what they've done. I would give this game easily a 9 out of 10. Jeez, we get a full review. You want, you want me to put that all up on myxboxandme.com? I can send you the article. Yeah, yeah, send it to me. I'll throw it up on myxboxandme.com or I'll get Zag into it because I don't know what I'm doing, but I'll do it. I'll figure it out. I will do that. All right, sounds good. Sounds good. Thank you, Moody! Uh, can I leave now? Bye, no, no, you have to stay. We still got a little bit more to go. <laughs> um, Crash, take that segment. No, it's brilliant. Thank you very much. Perfect. Next week on Xbox, July thirteenth. To j- wait, actually, before we do this fix, did you play Crosscode? Yeah, I did. What did you think of it? I played it for about ten minutes. And why did you only play it for about ten minutes? I was really tired last night, but I knew he was going to have a gun me for not playing Crosscode if I didn't play it. 
So I have a segment. You give me a segment. Oh, don't do this. There's something you have to do for this segment. Uh-huh. This person said no. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Yeah? Yes. So, do you remember when I was in Twitch channel? I was like, Crash, can't get codes for the game. Make sure you play CrossCode. You don't, you're not going to tell me that you told me that so that I would play it. I, I told you that, and then I forgot to download it. And then I remembered last night, so I downloaded it, jumped in the shower. From what I played, it was fine. I didn't like the button prompts, and I tried to change that. Um, you have to use the RB RB yeah. to do your to do your abilities. I got to the bit where literally, like I literally played for ten minutes, so I can't have a. Don't listen to a word of my review on this. Um, I got to the bit where you do the the bat the bouncing the the, the ability, yeah. and I was like, I'm not gonna like this game. As soon as I had that part, I was like, Oh, I'm not gonna like this yeah. game. I don't think this is for me. And is it not? Is it point based? Is it like? What do you mean? Talk to me. How long? How far in did you get? I got two or three hours. Oh ago. damn! You put deep time in. Yeah. I put, did you like it? Time. It was fun. It was enjoyable. Oh, um, okay. I. I so what did you mean point thing? I'll get to what I want to say after. You're gonna have a go at me though. I don't like it. <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna have a go at you. Just go. Um, what what was I saying? You said you said something about point system. Yeah, is there not a point system like scoring points? No. Oh, okay. It's an RPG. Oh. I, like I, got to the, I got to the, this is not a spoiler in the game that happens in the first 10 minutes. I was the pit where the brother dies and I was like, oh man. No, I did that and then the next bit and I was like, a little oh, bit of tutorial. Yeah, I'm not, I'm okay. not, I'm not, I wasn't in the right headspace to play mm-hmm. it, Crash. You can sell this however you want, Fix. This is the second time you've barely played a game that is on my segment. I'll I'm busy it. playing COD, I'm sorry. Um, I've never seen Fixer bury himself here. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Uh, it's I I actually enjoyed it. I think it's fun. I think the gameplay is fun. It reminded me quite a bit of um a more a much more refined version of the old uh Dragon Ball Z games that were on the Game Boy Advance. Oh okay. Um except that has you can switch characters and all that stuff. You can't do this as far as I know. Two to three hours and you play as the same character. I got a new character in my party and I actually sort of got excited because I was like, I can switch characters. It'll be different combat style. No, the game's like. 40 hours long, a little Oops. bit over 40 hours long from what I saw. What? And at, as soon as I saw that, I was like, you can't play multiple characters. It's like 40 hours long. I don't know if this game is for me right now. Yeah. I think it's available on Switch. I think if I had it on Switch, I think when I'm on the train, even though nobody's on the train right now because <laughs> yeah. quarantine, of I think this would be a cool game for that. Like you're cool. You're just relaxing, whatever. You just grind a little bit in that. Uh, I think it starts off with an interesting story. Uh, I think the concept is cool where you're in an MMO world. I, I always love anime and games that do that. I think that's always just an interesting concept for me. Yeah. Um, I like the gameplay. I think there's a whole skill tree. I think the skill tree is cool. It doesn't lock you into any way. You can sort of do whatever you want with the skill tree. I think there's a lot of cool stuff the game does, and I do think it is a good game. I just do not think this game is for me right now. It is like a 40-hour-long game. I don't want to put 40 hours into a game like this at this point in time. I don't want to put 40 hours into anything. Yeah. But if you like if you like action RPGs and you like the look of it, it is gore- it's really good looking pixel graphics. If you like all this stuff, try the game. It is on Game Pass. I do recommend you try it if this sounds like something you're interested in. Um, yeah. Anyway. 
now that we're past that and fix has betrayed my trust for the second time on the segment Sorry. for the second time Sorry. next week on xbox from july 13th to july 17th one dog story coming out july 13th xbox one x enhanced an engaging pixel adventure game with rpg elements you wake up in an underground laboratory free again after a horrific accident prepare to explore the expansive world this expansive game world and its many secrets and mysteries as you play your way through the game other creatures living in this strange underground world will help you piece together your memories that is one dog story coming out july 13th um rocket arena something fix is very hyped for coming out july 14th an explosive 3v3 shooter where you're never out of action master your heroes unique rockets and abilities to rule the arena and become a champion adapt your strategy with an ever-growing roster of diverse heroes distinctive powers unearth new strategies and tactics based on your squad explored a wide variety of dynamic maps and discover the true depth of rocket gameplay that is rocket arena coming out july 14th mm. neon abyss again coming out july 14th neon abyss is a frantic roguelite action platformer where you run and gun your way into the abyss featuring unlimited item synergies and a unique dungeon evolution system each run diversifies the experience and every chaos every choice alters the rule set uh ultra hat dimension coming out july 15th ultra hat dimension is a puzzle game about adorable hats and people getting punched for wearing them <laughs> the catch is that players can't punch anyone instead they must use the powers of hats to convince others to do the punching for them find and defeat the spluff responsible for all the chaos um Ooblets coming out July 15th, Xbox game preview. Uh, Ooblets is a farming town life and creature collection game. Manage your farm, grow and train your Ooblets, explore the strange lands and have dance-offs. Start in start life in a little rundown farm that you cultivate, improve and customize. That is Ooblets coming out July 15th on Xbox game preview. Res plot, res, res please. Res, I'm in. Res please. Not Resident Evil fix, I'm sorry to say that. Oh. Uh, Coming out July 15th, Res, please. Take control of two wizard brothers who possess the powers of resurrection in a gorgeous pixel art world. Solve puzzles, platforming challenges, and encounter dangerous monsters and traps that require you to kill one of the brothers to advance. I'm out. Single player and local co-op. No zombies. No zombies. There is dying, though, and you do quite a lot of that in Res. Anyway, hashtag fun time. I don't know if the hashtag is pronounced. I'm pronouncing it, though. <laughs> Uh, coming out July 16th, Xbox One X Enhanced. An explosive twin-stick shooter where shooting isn't your only weapon. Swap your ship's colors to destroy enemies and avoid damage and ultimately control the battlefield. Play through over 50 challenging levels in 8 different battle modes. All with their own leaderboard to show your dominance. And then we have Forager coming out July 16th. Forager is a 2D... Uh, open world game inspired by your favorite exploring, farming, and crafting games. Start small and improve. I wonder what one it could be. <laughs> network of friends and enemies, and build your future as you see fit. Uh, that is Forager, July sixteenth, and then Never Song, July sixteenth again. Xbox One uh, X enhanced. Upon waking from a coma, Pete's girlfriend is nowhere to be found. Investigate the screens coming from from the heart of neverwood the increasingly bizarre behavior of the zombie grown-ups and the strange truth about pete's past in a hauntingly dreamlike fable again july 16th we have radical rabbit stew uh, a hard uh, hair raising action arcade game perfect for new players and 16-bit retro fans alike featuring bite-sized pick up and play action fast-paced whack a rabbit gameplay 
scintillizing puzzles, supersized boss fights, juicy pixel graphics, and sizzling soundtrack. That is Radical Rabbit Stew coming out July 16th. Bounty Battle, July 16th. Uh, Bounty Battle is the ultimate indie fighting game. A new multiplayer 2D fighter where you can pit your favorite indie heroes against one another. Indie heroes from games like Guacamelee and Darkest Dungeon to Dead Cells, Owlboy, and more battle out in this frenzy fighter. That is Bounty Battle July coming out July 16th. Um, on July 16th, again, we have We Should Talk. Through this careful choice of words, players express themselves as they discuss ongoing problems about life and romance their in-game partner over text messages, while also chatting with friends and strangers at their favorite local bar about what's on their mind. The combination of words they choose impacts the conversations they have and whether their relationships can survive the night. Uh, on July 16th, we have Super Hot Mind Control Delete. The third game in the Super Hot franchise, Mind Control Delete, gives you more insight into the world of Super Hot, more story, more signature gameplay. Keep dancing the slow motion ballet of destruction for so much longer than ever before. That is Super Hot Mind Control Delete, July 16th. Uh, Dunk Lords coming out July 16th as well. Dunk Lords is a two on two basketball beat em up featuring over the top special moves, devastating dunks, and, and game changing equipment. Choose from 20 of the baddest ballers around, each with unique special attacks and abilities, and do on a variety of hazard filled courts. That is Dunk Lords coming out July 16th. On July 17th, we have Warhammer 40,000 Mechanicus. Mechanicus. Take control of the most technologically advanced army in the Imperium. The Deptus Mechanicus. Your very, your every decision will weigh heavily on the outcome of the mission in this turn-based tactical game. Will you be blessed by the Omnissa, Omnissiah? That is the games coming out this week. Moody, Thanks. you get to pick. Oh, Moody. Moody wow. picks one for each of us. Oh, okay. I like this. Okay. Moody is our guest. He won't be here next week. So he gets to pick. The game, one game for me, and one game for you. All right. All right. Uh, let me just say that Neon Abyss is Game Pass game. So, so that that's the default if that backup. All right, thank you. Yeah, that Fix will play this week, correct, Fix? Moody, carry on. <laughs> um, okay, so... I think, okay, Neo, I think uh, Neo Abyss sounded pretty decent. I like the sound of it. You like don't, look of it. you can't pick that one. You can't pick that one. Because that's, that's our backup game. So no matter what, in, in case one of us don't... If we can't get codes for the other games, Nero Abyss will be our backup game case on Game Pass. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought you said a completely different game. I apologize. No, you're all good. Yeah. yeah, okay, 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 okay. Okay, um, okay, so I'll change to... Who's this one going to? This is going to Crash. Okay, okay. Crash can go for... Hmm. Hashtag fun time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just looking at the picture. <laughs> okay. Go. Uh, Why are you laughing, huh? I'm not. Uh, Victor. Hashtag fun. Go. Bounty battle. Uh, well, that was that one. That's the fighting game. Oh, that's the the one where it, what? Why? If, okay. Uh, I like I like that choice for fix Moody. Thank you. Good. <laughs> Thank you very you much, Moody. For your, for your help, I appreciate you. 
Um, let's get to games with gold real quick. This month uh, for July, you have WRC 8 uh, available from July 1st to July 31st. Drunk Lords available April 16th to April 15th. That is also on the list. So we could, if neither of us get a code, we could play two different games. What, Dunk Lord? Yeah, it's on the list as well. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. We'll figure that out. Um, available f- until tomorrow, which if you're not listening to this on Patreon, peak for you. Uh, Saints Row 2, which you should have went and got. Crash? Have you went and got uh, it? Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? <laughs> Saints Row 2 is the best Saints Row. Yeah, but an old game's old. No, I'd love to go is back and play the Saints. I, yeah, it, it is. It is. You're right. You're right. But, but, <laughs> but a game that I've paid for is a game that I paid for. Hmm. Yeah, but it's free. Juju, available April 16th to July 31st. Moody, let's plug the plug and get ourselves out of here. What have you got to plug this week, Moody? Uh, in my podcast, the Glorious Movie Show podcast, the film podcast where we talk all things movie-related new, uh, pop, uh, movies and everything like that. Uh, uh, Podbean, everywhere, basically. Podbean, SoundCloud. Uh, SoundCloud? Yeah, we're on SoundCloud, yeah. Wait, wait, do you pay wait, 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 wait. Do you pay for two lots of RSSV? Uh, uh I guess so. Oh, I okay. Know. Interesting. I wanted to know if you went on SoundCloud for free. That's what I wanted to know. I don't know. No, no, I pay for the SoundCloud, yeah. Yeah, no, bun that. Bun that, bun that. Yeah, I did the ear thing too. You're right, Moody. You're right. Carry on, my bad. I just thought we got I thought somehow Moody got on there for free. I'm like, yo, you better teach me the ways, Moody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And also, shout out to to to, to you guys. Well, us guys, why? I'm ready to come on for the F1. Oh, shut up! You did a great job, Moody. You smashed it. Absolutely. Shout out to it. you, Moody. Yeah. For coming. Any code masters that are listening? Two years QA job. I'll be looking for you. <laughs> 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 studying. I'm studying. That's what I want to do. QA. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm getting the wheel so I can practice on the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be ready. <laughs> He'll be ready. He's going to be ready. Uh, Crash, what are you going to plug this week? Uh, the My Xbox and Me YouTube page. We actually did um, a tier list for all the Xbox games. We mentioned this earlier, but I want to remind you guys. Go check that out. We are dropping that. When are we dropping that? Fix? That's about to say. I love the fact you said all this. It needs editing and everything. And Crash is just promoting it. I'm like, when's it going to be out? When, who's yeah, editing it? I'm It'll not editing it. We've got to speak to Price. I need to get Price to edit. edit it. You editing it? You can edit it. Yeah, just send it to me. I think you promised I'll edit it. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> but yeah, that will be up soon. This soon. week. It's, I don't know if it'll be up this Next week. Next week we have another video to record. What video? I don't remember. I don't think we got any other we videos yet. We have yet. something to do for next week. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah. We, we had plans. I don't know. We got something for next week. Ranking all the controllers. We turned a rank do. video that should have been 10 minutes long into an hour. Ah, that's a good conversation. We need to get better at being YouTubers. <laughs> yeah, we gotta get more concise. We're a little all over the place. Yeah. But that's where editing comes in. That's where like you talk and talk and talk and you just edit stuff. You know, so like I can see me. Crash literally I, I, editing every bad decision you fixed. Just edit all the picture out, and it's just me talking. <laughs> <laughs> I just fix her making faces. Why is that not I love Fixer get a word in and then just cut to me again. <laughs> or I, I can make it look like me and Fixer end- ending each other's sentences. That'd be cool. Halo. S. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. 
Uh, remember to support the show financially, patreon.com slash mcfixer. I am live every weekday, except for Tuesdays, by the looks of things nowadays, because um, they've been getting busier and busier with the My Xbox and Me stuff, uh, on twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Come and check me out. I would appreciate it. Moody, thank you so much again for doing your review of F1. And until next time, I will love you, leave you, see you all later. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.